Hello and welcome to the Five Song Mixtape, where we discuss a new mix each and every week. My name is Michael. My name is homosexual action director Michael Gay. <laughs> and I am RJ. RJ! Yes. RJ, make a copy. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> RJ, how's your week been? It's been alright. Yeah. It was really smoky here. Oh yeah, that fire is insane. Yeah. When people listen to this in the future, it could be worse. Yeah, we could, could, could be, just be could living be in smoke all the time, wearing <laughs> gas masks. Yeah. I think I read today that 41,000 people have been evacuated in total so far. Yeah, there's, I mean, Pollock Pines is like, Fucked. not gone, but like if you're on the outskirts of Pollock Pines, like it's, it, you're gone. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. up to Tahoe now, right? Yeah, it went past Kyber's. That's close. It's close to Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's like strawberry. So Mm. it's It's past strawberry. Strawberry is no strawberry anymore. But yeah, all of that, like uh, Iron Mountain, Mormon Immigrant Trail is just fire. Yep. Sucks. It's crispy. Well, um, yeah. Today we have a special episode for our sleepy boy. He was taking a nap right before this. Were you? Mm-hmm. I can nap any time of day. He can. He will. I will. In the middle of this. Yeah, I'm probably sleeping now. He could be. <laughs> <laughs> He's a sleep talker. Can you nap any time of night? Sometimes at night it's tricky for me. That's the. That seems to be the problem. Like, you get woken up really easily. I'm a light sleeper. Yeah. But, like, a frequent sleeper. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> light but frequent. Like, literally, I could be asleep, and then somebody's like, so, I'm like, oh, oh um, you said words, I'm awake. <laughs> or you just assume somebody said something, you're like, <gasps> Do you not dream because of that? I think I dream. You don't know? I'm not sure. Sometimes I remember, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I'll remember this, and then, like, ten minutes later, I forget. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, I still dream. Not that often, though. I stopped for a while, for a long time. I just told myself, no more. I'm not going to dream no more. I'll live in reality. Mm-hmm. But no, more recently, I, I oh, once when I was trying to quit smoking using like Nicorette patches, oh, crazy ass dreams. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Put a fresh one on at like 8 p.m., <laughs> pass out at 10. Ooh, it's wild. <laughs> I might do that again just for fun. Um, well, this is episode 60 of the podcast. Uh, it's my mix. Uh, titled Examining the Heart of a Sleepy Boy. <laughs> sleepy, sleepy. Now, RJ, I've had versions of this mix for many moons, actually. Oh, that's many sleepy times. <laughs> <laughs> Originally, it was titled Love Songs for Randall. <laughs> okay, okay, I can go with that, too. And that's because I've I've noticed over the podcast that you do appreciate a good love song. Mm-hmm. This is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you put meatloafs? I would do anything for love on them. <laughs> no, I had like uh, Defeater. Um, I oh, don't yeah. know why. Is that what it was called? Don't know why. I think so. That no, that's good. Nora Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Close though. You know, just as accepted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had that on there. I had some other stuff on there. Um, but yeah, so I've had versions of this mix for many moons now. Um, and then I wanted, instead of the love aspect, I was like, let's focus in 
on what I assume that RJ has a heart. Yes. I assume it's there. We think so. <laughs> I'm optimistic about it. Yeah. Have you ever you haven't seen it, haven't. so you don't really know. Do you feel it? Sometimes when I put my hand on my knee. <laughs> that's not that's not right. Hmm. You got something else going on. <laughs> By that you mean your dick, right? That's yeah, basically. <laughs> it's down to my knee. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, and there's also, uh, this mix, like, kind of crosses off a bunch of stuff for me. One, it's a mix of songs for RJ by artists that, artists or songs that I thought RJ would appreciate. And then two, it's another mixture of just a bunch of different styles of music, um, which I like doing those. And then three the other thing that it checks off oh this is just a bunch of people who we haven't other than one person that we haven't talked about so yeah that'd be fun um all right so the favorite least favorite this is gonna be tricky for me for you guys on this um so for Devin, i'm gonna say that your favorite song on this is five i'm gonna say that your least favorite is three (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what? Crazy. And then I'm going to say the, the artist is the one that's tricky for me. I, I'm honestly going to say your favorite artist is one on here. Mm. Yeah, that's where I'm going to go with it. I don't know if that's true. Mm. That's right. So I'm going to go 5 3 1. 5 3 1. Now, RJ, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm going to guess your favorite song on here. I'm going to guess it's one. I'm going to guess your favorite song is one. Favorite song, one. I'm going to guess your least favorite, if you have to choose, is two. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to just say your favorite artist has to be three. Okay. That's where I'm going to go. I'm going to go one, two, three on you. Mm. All right. The old one, two, three. <laughs> Good old one, <laughs> two, three. I learned that in prison. <laughs> yeah. Um. So what is some of your thoughts going into this mix, RJ? Um, I mean, I do like to talk about myself. <laughs> I'm an interesting topic to myself. So Something I think we all know. So, you like to talk about yourself to yourself. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like, who did good today? You did. <laughs> I'm like, you know. Like Kale t- from Good Burger. <laughs> who did good? I did good. I did is it good. true? <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did, I did. It. <laughs> So uh, just going into it, I do appreciate everything. And then so I was like, all right, so these are songs. I looked at the artists and I was like, all right, I like all these artists. It should be fun. Nice. Um, Devin, what were your thoughts going into this? Um, Remember, oh, it's about me. Yeah. So I <laughs> um, just want to say, Artie is so cool. Thank you. And, you know, like. Uh, I thought the same thing. Okay. That's what I thought. Um yeah, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if I was going to like it, if I was going to hate it. Um, I knew some of the songs, but I mean, there was like the artist, some of the artists on there that I like, I didn't know the songs. So, mm. you know, it could have gone either way. Yeah, I was very curious how you were going to handle this mix because I wasn't yeah. sure if it was going to be like, this is where you and RJ overlap or this is where you don't overlap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, wow, we we could probably make that mixtape too. Like, <laughs> I feel like I could find the ones that like we both love the artists, but have completely different ideas on what songs are the best. Oh yeah, but, that's true. Because RJ will put an artist on that you like, and you're like, "Why did you choose this song?" Yeah, <laughs> the dumbest fucking song. It's like it's only two and a half minutes. <laughs> dumb doesn't even have any guitar solos but also my other thought was i wasn't too sure how well the songs would go together so me neither man yeah (laughs) i was expecting um the uh the nightmare mix the in dreams which now every time i hear in dreams by roy orbison i think it's by biggie for some reason (laughs) even though i know that it's not i think it's a sample that he used yeah just going into the Biggie song. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. not, that's just an experience that I had <laughs> like, <laughs> listening to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So, examining the heart of a sleepy boy, uh, I decided to start the mix off unconventionally because uh, I thought RJ is an unconventional kind of guy, um, yeah. which is starting it off with Letters to God by Race Car, Race Car. Race car, race car, race car. <laughs> um, off of Boxcar Racer is Boxcar Racer. Speed Racer Go. Uh, this is track number seven off this album, coming in at three minutes and 17 seconds. I was a little surprised revisiting this album that this song is where it is in the album. Um, yeah. Yeah, I didn't remember. I hadn't listened to this album forever until I was making this mix, but... Uh, Boxcar Racer was an American punk rock band formed in San Diego, California in 2001. The group consists of guitarist and vocalist Tom DeLonge, drummer Travis Barker of Blink-22, formerly alongside guitarist David Kennedy of Hazen Street. Anthony Celestino later joined the band on tour as a bassist. DeLonge created the project to pursue darker ideas he felt unsuited to his work with Blink-22. Boxcar Racer was partly inspired and viewed as a tribute to Jawbox, Quicksand, mm. Fugazi, and Refused. Oh. Now, big names. When I read that doing my research, I was just like, if only I had known that back then. Yeah. If I had known that like Tom DeLong was like a Quicksand, Fugazi, Refused head, yeah. yeah. Why doesn't that come through your music more, bro? I know. <laughs> it's like Mark's holding me down. <laughs> Could you imagine him doing cover of In the Waiting Room? Ooh. Why, y'all, why, y'all, why, why? Uh, the you group... find out his voice is totally different. <laughs> like, he's like, Mark says he likes my voice. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the album was recorded pretty quickly in 2002, which peaked on the Billboard 200 at number 12. Uh, singles I Feel So and There Is also charted at the on the modern rock track track charts. Um, Boxcar Racers, the only studio album from them, produced by Jerry Finn, released in May of 2002. Uh, the record was the only studio effort the trio produced together and was recorded over the course of six weeks. Um, let's see here. There is something I wanted to bring. Uh, the record is a concept album 
detailing the end of the world and features dark, moody tracks mulling over confusion. Blink-182 bassist Mark Hoppus, the only member of the band not involved in the project, felt betrayed over his lack of inclusion, which evolved into tensions between Delange, him and Delange. Uh, It contributed to the band's 2005 breakup. However, Hoppus himself did provide guest vocals on the album's 12th track, Elevator. Hmm. Um, And then, I don't know where it is in here. Oh, this is that. Uh, DeLong DeLong ended the project in mid-2003, considering it to have uh, served its purpose. However, DeLong's later band, Angels and Airwaves, which also features Kennedy, has been described by DeLong as the continuation of Boxcar Racer. Hmm. You got a lot of statements in here, RJ. Yeah. (laughs) First off, how do you feel about that? Angels and Airwaves is a continuation of Boxcar Racer. I've heard a couple songs by them, and they never latched me in. Yeah. I was just like, eh. I've heard uh, there a, is a song I've heard I like. An I album. Think. Yeah, but I don't think it was anything like Boxcar Racer. Was <laughs> I don't think it was. Yeah. Maybe Tom's just like, I'm in it, so it's yeah. basically <laughs> Obviously, it's the same. Now, RJ... What is your relation? Explain to me your relationship to Boxcar Racer when you first heard it. How did you feel about it? Oh, I absolutely love it. It's still a fantastic album. I probably listened to it probably within a year ago and before that a couple times. It's it's uh, the one that I play occasionally. Now, where as a as a Blinkhead, where, was this on your radar at the time? Did someone did Devin introduce you to Boxcar Racer? Yeah, totally. Showed him, <laughs> showed him what's up. Yeah. I know you like Blink, but fucking check this out, bro. Yeah, you like Refuse, Grow bro. up. Listen to some real music. Yeah. Um, what year was this? 2002. Through? 2002. Uh, so this is right after their Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Oh. Yeah, so I think it would probably just caught my attention. I don't remember exactly, but this is MTV time, I think, still. So I probably saw their music video for their first single, and I was just like, ooh, that's not Blink, but it looks like Blink. They had a music video for these songs? They had, yeah. yeah, they had it for one. Oh, that's the, crazy. I didn't know that. I Feel So? Was that it? Hmm. Is that their first single, I think, from this one? Yeah. yeah, it says that. I think that was it. Yeah. I, th- I remember it being in like in a room, and there's just like things like crashing, and it's just like things are exploding. You know, just... I oh, remember seeing crazy. a different bassist and thinking it was scandalous. Yeah, I was <laughs> just like, this looks weird, and I was like, it's like intense, not like a little like I'm running down the street naked. Yeah, it was more like the Freak on a Leash video. Well, I mean, because you, you think about um, <laughs> well, yeah, the explosions. I don't know if it kind of was. Don't know if there's that many explosions, but you think yeah. about that compared to what other singles from Take Off Your Pants and Jacket? They had the Rock Show first date yeah <laughs> so it's like they had the fun stuff so you take this and throw that you're like that's different and i like that wow i did not know that there's a music video so that like gives it more credence why mark felt so threatened by it yeah because like this literally could have just like blink going to could have just gone away and this could have been the new he's band. literally yeah. just sitting just playing carousel by himself just be like well <laughs> it used to be my <laughs> band yeah, yeah. <laughs> sad they're having fun without me Never thought I'd I'm going to go get cancer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't say that. He Sorry, thought Mark. it, though. So you think that watching like a music video is what turned you on to Mark's car? That's probably where I first heard about it, because mm. I think that time it was, you know, I wasn't going out and going on Instagram or going on this, things that were like publicized for that. And it would be the music videos that I was at home, just kind of like, ooh, that's something new. Hmm. 
Because I think at that time that was like MySpace time. So you had to go on MySpace to find new music. Mm. Yeah, if they even had the MySpace music at that time. I don't even think they did. Yeah, bro. You can code it into your homepage. <laughs> yeah. Remember when we used to code? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were fucking code monkeys, dude. <laughs> Running HTML all day <laughs> to get that song to play on your page that you can't yeah. turn off. <laughs> don't know how to code a button. <laughs> Um, all right, so RJ, I've got a very important question for you on this. Yes. Okay, and you could. All right, so is Boxcar Racer the best version of Blink One Eight Two? I'm. Well, I mean, I do enjoy the version of it, but I like Blink better. So you can totally separate it. You're like Blink One Eight Two is it's one thing, and Boxcar Racer is a completely separate thing. Yeah, I mean, if you like, if I was listening to Blink and he threw on. You know, boxcar racer in the mix. I have no issues with it. I'm like, oh, that's good. I like it too. But mm. I, I do like Blink better. Interesting. So, Mike, for you, Tom Petty versus Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Those are oh, two different things, right? Great question. Yeah, especially when the Heartbreakers became more of a thing into the late '80s, early '90s. That's when I drop off of Tom Petty. But that's when a lot of people drop in. To Tom okay. Petty. Yeah. So, are you able? Or do you separate those two? Or do you see them as like a? Do you see it as a continuation? That's a good question because That's kind of, he started with the Heartbreakers, and yeah. so his early stuff is with the Heartbreakers, and then he has a period where he kind of steps away from them a little bit, and is kind of more on the focus. And that's when you have some of my favorite albums and songs with like Stevie Nicks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess not only because he started with them and then has been, and then just had a little a little period without them. Kind of like Boxcar Racer. Yeah. <laughs> but I do think that the Tom Petty albums without the Heartbreakers are my favorite Tom Petty albums. Mm-hmm. And I do think Boxcar Racer is the best thing. If you could say yeah. to me, like, if if you were like, what's the best Blink-22 album? I would say Boxcar Racer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm, I'm intrigued, though, with just, like, thinking about that. Because this is literally... Up to that point, they did not have Boxcar Racer as a Blink-182, like, you know, in that time frame. It's, musically, they didn't have anything like it. Uh, maybe if once they progressed a couple, so they're, they're uh, self-titled in the neighborhood, it kind of has stuff like that, minus their, like, you know, louder distortion, just harder feel to it. Um, so they do lack that. So they never made it there in Blink. So it would be interesting if they actually went that direction and turned into that sound. Yeah, it's well, like they took the emotional elements of it and then just did it softer once mm-hmm. you get to the self-titled. Mm-hmm. You know what it reminded me of? Not exactly, but I just got a feeling of it was uh, old Manchester Orchestra and Hell brand yeah. new. Hell yeah, absolutely. Like brand new's uh, Deja Attendu. Yeah, like Attendu. Attendu. That, it, it had feelings of that. It was a little bit, you know, still in like the... Blink one eighty two vein more mm-hmm. so than brand new, but it didn't have pop punk vibes no. to this album. So it that really takes a lot away from it. And I was wondering if uh Travis Barker was on this album because I really like the drums in the song and it's really the first time that I've given him credit for being like for adding something. Like he <laughs> he's obviously a great drummer, but he's been playing with Blink One Eighty Two He's the so modern it's like, Ringo Starr. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many songs he wrote. You know, no, I mean, they wrote songs for him. 
Yes. He didn't yeah. write his own songs. He didn't write Octopus's Garden. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. But the funny thing about Ringo is he has, like, weird sayings, and so a lot of songs, the titles of them just come from Ringo's weird sayings. Oh. Like, he'd be like, oh, yeah, like, here, there, and everywhere, right? And people, they'd be like, what are you saying, man? <laughs> That's kind of fucking cool. Like yeah, that. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But, yeah, this was the first time that I listened to like blink 182 with travis barker and the drums stood out mm-hmm. because they were doing something different like there's no room for him to do anything too crazy in blink 182 yeah you know you could do a few fills and stuff but like the, like the offbeat snare and when the drums all come in it was really cool you could have just done something standard and basic and it would have been a totally different song but it was the first time I noticed it, and I was wondering if that was Travis Barker because I was like, I like this. So yeah. <laughs> it was Travis Barker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember I was at my cousin's house in Sacramento, and he was a big Blink fan, and I couldn't stand Blink. And I remember going down and staying at my uncle's house and hanging out with him, and him being like, Have you heard Boxcar Racer? And this probably was like 2003, so like a year after um, it had came out. I was like, what the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. And he was like, "It's it's Tom Zolan from Blink. Blink." And I was just like, "I don't want to hear it, bro. I'm out." <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "No, no, no, no. Listen to it. Trust me." I was like, "All right, all right." And so I listened to it, and I'll be like, and I remember just being blown away by this record, just like yeah. a, how good it was compared to the Blink stuff I had heard. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, me too at the time, yeah. and I felt the same way about Blink. Like. Uh, you know, I was always a big Green Day head. Everybody knows that about me. Yeah. Call us Dukies. I was a big Dukie head. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I just usually despised Blink-182 at that time. Didn't care that they were coming out with a side project, and then I heard it. And I loved this album when it was out. And I hadn't listened to it for a long time or any songs off of it. Mm-hmm. And I do want to listen to the whole thing again, especially considering he's saying that they're paying an homage to Fagazi and refused <laughs> Elevator Jawbox. The last song with all three members. So do, does Mark Hoppus sing or does he just yeah, play they, bass? They, they go both uh, back and forth with their vocals. Oh, oh, kind of like that color song by uh, fucking. It's a cool song. It's it's. I don't I don't know if you ever heard it, but it's like about suicide. So you have the guy watching the guy jump versus the guy watching on the ground, and one's Mark, one's Tom. He's like, I'm about to jump versus hey, there's a guy jumping, and they kind of do a different viewpoint on both. That sounds like a shady Dr. Dre thing. <laughs> <laughs> guilty conscience. Who's Eminem? This is the Blink Twenty Two's guilty conscience. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's funny how Eminem and I. I mean, this is a concept album, RJ. This is, it like, is. baked into your DNA of why you like conceptual things. This is the starter. It's a sucker for a story. Yeah. True. <laughs> M&M's a yeah, good story. How do you feel about Coheed albums? I like Coheed. Do you like, like, their, the concepts in their albums? That it is. You really They're have intricate. to read about it. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but I like the premise of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, I mean, look at Defeater. I love Defeater. What about Tommy by The Who? <laughs> I don't know. Are you a pinball wizard? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Devin, do you know, did RJ introduce you to Boxcar Racer? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I would love if that was the case. 
Can you just see us like in the car? Just be like, Devin, 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 Devin. He's like, yeah, I'm like, listen, I don't want to listen, listen to Luda. Nope. We're listening to corn. No, yeah. no. Devin, listen, listen. I don't think you would ever like try to show me new. I don't think you've ever tried to show me new music <laughs> once in your life. I was like, I'm, I'm content with myself listening yeah. to it. Yeah. Uh, there's, I think, like one, I think Elo Voss is probably the only one that you've ever tried to show me. But Boxcar Racer, I think it was Dustin or somebody else. Uh, probably, or we were just like shopping for CDs at Target or something. Mm-hmm. And I think I have like two copies, three copies of this album. <laughs> really? Just wore them out. Yeah. Yeah. I just scratched them. And I was like, <laughs> I need a new one. <laughs> yeah. It, it might've been RJ though, but he might've just like had it and been playing it and be like, I like that. I want to buy <laughs> that as well. And there's yeah. been no other release stuff for Bark Car Racer, right? Oh no. It's bullshit. Yeah. Tom's voice sounds different in this too. Yeah, it sounds better. Yeah, it sounds better. Like he's <laughs> not he's not really forcing it. Yeah. Where uh, like I didn't I liked his voice in this, but <laughs> the rest of it it's like you're really it sounds like you're just like pushing while taking a shit and yelling. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but this was nice. Yeah, I love this song. I think it's a yeah. great song. This album's really good. There's some stuff that some of their faster stuff on the album I don't care for as much. Um, but yeah, I think it's all good. This did remind me of Defeater as well. Mm. Yeah, I can um, see that. And Especially I think it's also because they have it. a song called Letters. Don't they have a song called Letters to God? Or is it a Letters Home? Letters Home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just the mix of acoustic and going into something heavier and just the conceptual feel to it. Ooh, they went on a tour with the used. Defeater or Boxcar? Boxcar. Hmm. That's kind of cool. Hmm. I missed that one. I would have gone. Oh, could you imagine? Ooh, I would I would honestly, if they were like, hey, we're doing a boxcar racer tour of this album, I would consider going to it. Wait, you mean you know, currently yeah. or before? Like currently. Yeah, I'm down. But anyway, side note. <laughs> Can you imagine this in 2002? I didn't like driving anywhere. I know my mom wouldn't drive me. I'd be like, Devin, you want to drive me to go see a concert? <laughs> I don't think I could drive back then. I think so. I mean, I was able to drive. <laughs> you were going to, yeah. and we would have gone. But it's like I had to get you into Blink. <laughs> I just had the memory of how many cars Devin had. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah just what car totally is forgot what about like I didn't just think about like oh wait Devin had so many cars at, at one, one point, point I owned seven <laughs> I don't know where I put them all your mom hates you yeah I yeah, just remember going care. to your house and yeah. being like there's so many cars yep. <laughs> and like two of them like don't run they're yeah. just project cars <laughs> multiple Subarus multiple Subarus I've had like <laughs> five Subarus I think yeah yeah <laughs> Oh, yeah. Big, uh, big gearhead, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So then I want to – I had this song in different spots in this mix. Um, I decided to put it in here because it's kind of that, – that first – having Letters to God as an opening track, it's a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So I decided to slow it down a little bit. Um it took a little work finding the song, RJ. <laughs> I don't know if you can appreciate that, <laughs> but it, oh yeah, it took some work. Okay, okay. Um, we've got Mister Jones by the George White Group and Angie um, off the 
album Jazz and 90s Part 2. This one came out in 2015. I think the first one came out in 2006. Uh, It's the last track off of that album, coming at 6 minutes and 24 seconds. Uh, The George White Group is a revolving collective of jazz musicians to join forces to bring sensual jazz versions of popular music to the lounge scene. Contemporaries of the groups like, and these gentlemen cut their... That was a weird sentence. Cut their teeth bringing 80 songs to the piano, bass and drum arrangements they most frequently use. Though you should feel free to ask them about the time they brought a trumpet into their tiny studio to record their version. (laughs) What is a sentence? Tiny studio means their ass. (laughs) It was really mind-blowing, to say the least. That's what this quote says. It's written by some fucking jazz heroin addict. <laughs> man, these guys are crazy, man. You got uh, the trumpet. Yeah, let me tell you a story about fucking trumpet, man. It's crazy. Um, but for those not aware, Mr. Jones, American alternative rock band, The Counting Crows, a song from them, released in 1993. Uh, it was the band's first radio hit and has been described as a breakout single. Uh, Mr. Jones reached number five on the Billboard Hot 100 to date uh, and is to date their highest charting single in the U.S. Um, all right. So I was like, I need a cover on this mix for RJ. Okay. And I was I had lots of different versions of different songs and I was sleuthing. I was slithering around in Spotify trying to trying to sniff out the right thing. And I was like, wait, I'm pretty sure RJ said at one point on a mix that he liked the Counting Crows. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was just like, okay, is there a Mr. Jones cover by someone, right? And there's several Mr. Jones covers. And then I'm pretty sure it was because of, like, the album art or something on this I was like, oh, is this like a postmodern jukebox type thing? And I played it, and I was like, sure as hell is. This is going on the mix. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, RJ, I'm pretty sure you, you're a fan of The Counting Crows. I'm a fan of the song Round Here by Dustin Kensrue. Oh, you're not a Counting Crows fan? No. Interesting. I was under the impression you had said you were a Counting Crows head. I like 90 songs. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Um, the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> well, they do have, I think it's on this one, they do have a Backstreet Boys cover. I saw that. Yeah. And I was just like, I could have probably done that one. <laughs> yeah. I consider that one for this. Um, but yeah, so uh, I enjoy it. The song is a little long in the tooth. Mm-hmm. But I enjoy just like the song. every Counting Crows song. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if the original is six minutes and twenty four seconds. Um, I don't know if Mister Jones is, but I think Round Here is like six minutes, <laughs> like the original. And they have some other songs that, like, you remember hearing on the radio, but you're like, I don't remember. Or if you listen song. to them like live, you're like, oh, that's not part of the song. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Yeah. Yeah, so for what this song is, and for me not liking the Counting Crows nor liking Lounge Lizard music, I don't or mind covers. Song. Or covers. Well, I like covers. Uh, yeah. yeah. They just have to be specific. Specific covers, yeah. Yeah. 
But like, I don't mind this song. When it comes on every time, I just kind of groove in. I just yeah. kind of sit down and down and kind of get comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, RJ, what was your uh, reactions to the song when you first heard it? So I'm not a huge Counting Crows fan. Liar. Um, you have dreads. He does. I do have dreads. <laughs> yes. It's just from not washing my hair. So I don't. I don't choose. Well, that's how you them. get dreads. Yeah. yeah. That's but how that, Adam that, that's, got them. That's how. I, that's how I live my life. <laughs> um. So anyway, I was just like, I'm not a huge fan of them. Will you I, grow dreads? I think I can. <laughs> I think you can. I can. Do it. Is dreads an Asian thing? I think it could be an anybody thing. If you try, let's Google search this. <laughs> Asian with dreads. I want to look this up now. Yeah. You know what? I, I've seen a homeless Asian guy in Elk Grove with dreads. Mm, it's possible. Ask him. Let's go, go live with him. him and ask him how he did it. He's not approachable. <laughs> I've talked to him before. <laughs> yeah. um, but I was like, oh, honestly, I heard this and I was like, I one like just not knowing the lyrics to the original song. And I'm like, all right, I remember the song. I think and I was like, all right. And then I just I was like I like the feel of this I like the vibe of it it's like a cool little like you said you had to look for it so I was like it's a cool little find I would have been happy with finding this um but just I'm not a huge Counting Crows f- fan Round Here would have been so much better I would have liked that version better uh, of this but I, I didn't I enjoy this one especially a song too right after you know the last one nice yeah I thought it was right on like choice wise even though. He's not like a fan of Counting Crows. Mm-hmm. The fact that he's a fan of that cover of Dustin Kensrue or right. the, of Round Here by Dustin Kensrue and also a fan of like postmodern jukebox style covers and like in a way jazz, but like not really like listening to jazz on his own. Well, I was going to ask, like, is this the type of jazz you would listen to, RJ? I like the sporadic, like, pop, 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 pop. like the, crazy. He does that all the time. He's like, what jazz is like that? I'm, I'm like, like, Devin, make, give me something. <laughs> you got to be more mix. specific. I was like, yeah. I want something, like, weird timing. I want something that's, like, you're not your first course thing. I want something. Give me something to get me going. Yeah. I think I sent him Kyoto by Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers. He's like, no, that's not it. I'm like, well... <laughs> Be more specific with your scatting. This is the then, best I can do. Yeah. Don't send me scat man. Yeah, I should. Yeah, I should just send you scat man. Like, <laughs> you see me like in a, like a little, yeah. like a hat, like a fedora. So yeah. I'm like, this is it. This is it. <laughs> Twenty three skadoo. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I thought it was right on as a choice because of that. Not necessarily like, even if he doesn't like Counting Crows, I'm like, oh, this is perfect. Yeah, cover jukebox, round here, Dustin Kendrew. Yeah. Cool, cool, fine. Yeah. And like a different style of cover, not done just like as a direct ripoff of the song and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it, it was long. It really was. Yeah. But it didn't <laughs> It didn't feel that long. Yeah. Like it didn't feel like a full six and a half minutes or whatever. Right. Um, and yeah, I like this version of it. I don't like vocal jazz, but I do enjoy some of the postmodern jukebox covers. Mm-hmm. And this one is a lot better than those. Nice. Yeah. It's good to hear. Yeah. I want to listen to the rest of the album. Um, and I looked yeah, at the part one night of the cover. Yeah. On the part one, yeah. but the first song, I, I, I got to look it up, but the first song on jazz goes nineties is <laughs> space cowboy. Oh yeah. I saw that. I which like, that is a 70s song. <laughs> but I, then I, th- I was thinking, I was like, is the Steve Miller band song called space cowboy or the Joker? It's called the Joker. Okay. So this must be the Jamiroquai song. 
<laughs> no, it's not. It's the Joker. The first one is the Joker? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty what sure I listened fuck? to it. And I was very confused just like you were of being like, yeah. this is not a 90s song. Okay. Although it became popular in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If they're doing that, that's insane. <laughs> like, like, yeah, this song has been around for 50 years, but people really liked it in the 90s. So it's yeah. <laughs> going on a 90s tribute album. Yeah. And I think it had uh, November Rain on there, which... I didn't know it was 90s. I thought that would be 80s. Like Guns N' Roses. Is that Guns N' Roses? What is it? November Rain. Yeah, that's yeah. a Guns N' Roses. I swear that was like 88 or something. Yeah, it probably is. But anyways, I want to check out these albums now. So you actually sound like talented like jazz musicians. Is this Space Cowboy? Yeah. What was I? Maybe I was listening to a different Joker cover. Maybe you just went to listen to Steve Miller band. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what. The I asked you, Miracle. Okay, interesting. Yeah, interesting. Oh yeah, they have a "Smells Like Teen Spirit" on here. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, I liked it. Nice. All right. So uh, again. I wanted to, uh, after this like kind of slow thing, I wanted to you know lift up the hearts and minds of my fellow men on this podcast. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> and I was like, I need a Christmas song on here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had lots of different Christmas songs on here, RJ. I had lots of different ones. I had classics. I had yeah. uh, Julian Baker has a Christmas cover or Christmas song. I had that on here. Um, I had All I Want for Christmas is You on here. I had uh, different versions of All I Want for Christmas is You on here. All Mariah lot, Carey? Uh, yeah, I had a lot of different uh, Christmas songs. I had NSYNC as a Christmas song. I had that it's on banger. here. That's a banger. <laughs> Straight up banger. That was going to go up my mix. <laughs> uh, and then somehow, <laughs> I, I don't even know how, I stumbled into this song, to be honest with you, uh, because I was like, I need Kanye on here. And you know what I had on here? Originally, I had a different Kanye song, which is my favorite Kanye song. Uh, but then I considered having a ludicrous song on here because there's a ludicrous song from Chicken and Beer or whatever that is produced by Kanye. It's one song. And I was like, oh, this is this is excellent. This is a ludicrous song produced by Kanye. <laughs> and then I'd listen to it and be like, I can't put it on the mix. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you? Do you know what song I'm talking about, RJ? I'd have to listen to it. Uh, let me see if I can find it as I'm talking. Damn, I want chicken and beer now. <laughs> yeah, but like I, I eventually, I don't know how I stumbled into this song. Um, but then I found it and I was like, okay, this is a great song. Um, I like it. It's a Christmas song. Um, I felt like he says a couple of things that I thought RJ, if he hadn't heard the song, he would giggle. If that makes sense. Okay. I, I felt like him saying delicious would be something that RJ would appreciate for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so this song, track number three on this mix is Christmas in Harlem uh, by Kanye West. We've got Sahai the Prince and Tiana Taylor on there. 
Uh, Christmas in Harlem is a song. Uh, features, well, I don't need that. say that again. Uh, both of whom were signed to West Label's uh, label Good Music at the time. Uh, produced by Hit Boy. The song contains samples of Ain't Nothing Like the Real Thing and Mercy Mercy Me. Uh, both by soul musician Marvin Gaye. And uh, Strawberry Letter 23 by singer-songwriter Shuggy Otis. Uh, the track features a holiday theme and features various uh, references to Christmas and customs associated with the holiday. Originally released as a part of West's free music giveaway series, Good Fridays, uh, the song was later released as a single onto iTunes in 2010. Uh, the song received positive reviews from critics who complimented its lyrics and compared it favorably to the Christmas-themed hip-hop songs. Now, there's not a lot of Christmas hip-hop songs. Yeah, you got the Run DMC Christmas in Queens one. What is it? Fuck, I can't remember. I don't know. It's uh, it's dumb. I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say that about every one of them, though. Uh, RJ, are you familiar with any Christmas hip-hop songs? I mean, not on top of my head. There's not too Has many. Eminem done anything Christmas-themed? Where he, like, murders his wife <laughs> Probably by on the Christmas, Christmas tree? It's like Die Hard, where it's a Christmas yeah. movie. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it just happens on Christmas. Yeah. Well, Gucci Man has some Christmas songs. Um, Tyler, the Creator, has a song from The Grinch movie that came out a couple years ago. Um, Ghostface Killer has Ghostface Xmas. It's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> Outcast's Player's Ball is considered a Christmas song for some reason. I don't know why, but they have a uh, TLC Sleigh Ride. They've got a song. Um, Run the Jewels has a song. <laughs> Ying Yang Twins. Ho, 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 <laughs> Dirty Christmas. Is that Ying Yang Twins one? Yeah. Tight. Bass gonna drop soon. Did we talk about Run the Jewels? No, they're on there. Uh, Ty, uh, we said Tyler. Uh, where was it? You just said this last time. Uh, what's his name? Little Nas X. Oh, yeah. The song came Holiday. What? I thought he only had like four songs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh, 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 Ludacris, Ludacrismas. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I haven't heard Man. this one. Uh, Afro Man has one. Oh, sick. Probably high. <laughs> I forgot about Christmas. Because <laughs> I got high. It's ready June. <laughs> I should have put up the fucking high. lights, but I got high. <laughs> so got you a fucking present. I don't know why. Yeah, there's, I, I would argue out of the Christmas... Uh, hip hop songs I listen to. This is my favorite Christmas hip hop song. Uh, I don't know if it's a genre that needs to exist, um, but this one's pretty good. Um, but uh, RJ, had were you aware of this Kanye West treat before this mix? I, I have never heard this one before. Hmm. What was your thoughts and reactions listening to it? This was a brilliant song. <laughs> <laughs> the way he used D Wish. <laughs> And I, I was it. like, I want eggnog. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is this is. And this he is says, cla- I, hot 
chocolate. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I love everything of it. It made me so happy to hear this. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I like the song a lot. <laughs> I knew for some reason the yeah. way that he pronounced things. I was just like, oh, RJ's going to love Delicious. I was just sitting here and I'm just like, okay, I don't know what this is going into it. Then I heard it and I was like, all right, Christmas feel. I was like, the singer's cool. Like, a, you know, it's a cool little hook. It's a cool little chorus on there. And then he came in and I was like, oh, I kind of like this. I like the, the beat. I like the song. I like the music. And then he just started being Kanye. And I was like, all right, I like this even more. And then every time I think I got to the middle of this mix, I was like, oh, it's this song. Again. <laughs> yeah, she had like an Alicia Keys style to her. Yeah, a little it. bit. Yeah. yeah. Now, how do you digest this Christmas song, Devin? You know, I don't necessarily like christmas at all some call you a grinch i wouldn't even say that because i don't even acknowledge it's like oh you're agnostic yeah it's like (laughs) atheist people saying stuff about the devil it's like we don't believe in the devil because god doesn't fucking exist you know i don't believe in the grinch because i don't give a fuck about christmas (laughs) so i'm christmas atheist you don't care about those sweet little who's down in whoville who (laughs) Cindy Lou Who? <laughs> um, this one was not too Christmassy, and I could handle it. Mm-hmm. And I did like the hook of it. And, uh, you know, it was overall delicious. <laughs> yeah. I liked it. I did. The, I mean, the only thing that got me was kind of the sleigh bells and the beat. And I was like, oh, it's a little bit too much. Too much Christmas. <laughs> but other than that, it was cool. Yeah, but I mean, I wouldn't listen to it ever again. But well, I mean, this can go on your Christmas holiday rotation. I'll put this and baby, it's cold outside, and that's it. (laughs) Maybe that Phoebe Bridger song where it has like she has bad stuff in the news. She has like three Christmas songs. I don't know if you're aware of this. I had multiples three. Yeah, she has multiples of them. I had them on here. Have you heard the Julian Baker one? I've heard one of her Christmas ones. I have. It's good. I enjoyed it from the one. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, there's. I had a. It was Ingrid Michaelson and uh, <sighs> fuck. What's his name? Ingrid. Ingrid Michaelson. She's good. I should like her, but I, there's just a very specific reason I don't. Uh, the dude. I, th- I think it was in Hamilton. Um, Lin Manuel Miranda? No, the another guy. Uh, I can't remember his name, but they Quest had a Love. Christmas song. It was pretty, pretty good. Mm. Don't say so myself. Yeah, <laughs> I like listening to Christmas music in this time of year. You know what I'm saying? It puts this a, time of year, it puts a little pep in my step every time I heard this song. This, this <sighs> couple of weeks. It, can you go like to a store and you hear Christmas music and you're like, this is nice. Like I, I in the along. summer, I sing along. Yeah, I again, Devin. I like Christmas and the music that accompanies it. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, people, like literally, Mike and I would be hanging out, and Mike would be like, "Oh, I'm so jolly," and I'm like, "Fuck everything, dick dolls with bells," and I'm singing along with it, even though like I'm like stupid songs. But no, I, I sing along. I think you both were dropping your heads. Like I was. I cracked my head open three times by the time I was six. Okay, that's a lot. <laughs> my me, mom very left lazy. me on the counter as a toddler 
And lo and behold, I fell off. <laughs> Why'd you go and do that? Why are you be on the counter? Come on, Mike. <laughs> I mean, I cracked my head open as a baby, too. But it didn't make me like Christmas. It fucked me up in other ways. <laughs> yeah, most people assume I'm a Halloween guy, and I'm not. I'm a Christmas man. Oh. <laughs> How you feel about Nightmare Before Christmas? Now, you a big Jack Skellington fan? I don't. I don't admit to people that I enjoy the film. I do it's enjoy tough. the film, but I will mm-hmm. never say that in public. Oh, yeah, because it's a hot topic. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They ruin everything. Yeah, and, you know, fat goth girls. <laughs> yeah. They ruined Nightmare Before Christmas. Everyone that's listening, Mike likes uh, hot topic gift cards. <laughs> yeah. Are they His even still around? They uh, are, yeah. I prefer Tori. Christmas is coming up, you know, holiday seasons. For I Mike. prefer Claire. <laughs> where I like you get your stuff. ears pierced there. <laughs> uh, no joke, in the 90s, I got my ears pierced at a Claire's. Yeah. I one pierced of those my guns. Own, Wait, bitch. Did you? Wait, yeah. the gauged oh. ears? No, no, I got them redone. <laughs> they do that? They're like, yeah, we'll gauge it for you. No, no. I got, <clears throat> I got just the left ear pierced because in the 90s, left is right and right is wrong. If you had a right ear pierced, it means you're gay. So I'm like, not going to get the right ear. We had to ask the guy. He knew. <laughs> and, I do this uh, all day long. Yeah. So I got that one pierced, and uh, I don't know what happened, but yeah, then I had to get him re-pierced when I was like 16. I had to. I saw a youth, my life. a youth male with a dangly cross earring. Oh, yeah. Christian and- culture is like, <laughs> it's called ironic Catholicism. <laughs> And it's huge. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody. I was just like, oh, you're not George Michael. You can't be Brock yeah. with a dangly cross earring, bro. Yeah. Yeah, you're not a cholo. Like, no, cholo goths can do that. I feel like it has, like, three little, like, stage. Like, I don't know what you call it, but it's, like, you know, like, a stage, stage, stage. So it's, it's longer and longer. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what they call them. But they're evolving. Like, an extra, like, length to it. So it's, like, literally down to their shoulders. And they're like, I got a cross. It's cool. Yeah. I'm like, what? Okay. It's a real girthy cross. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's back. Yeah, it was- but yeah, the nineties. That like, I I had a cross earring. Did you? I was never Christian. My family was never religious, but I, I had that. a cross earring. It was it didn't dangle, but it was like a stud that was a cross. Sick. Yeah. Did you turn it upside down? Hell yeah, brother! It was a Slayer all day long. <laughs> he was just in the math. Yeah. Like it's a plus sign, guys. <laughs> yeah. I like addition. Yeah, I only had I had diamonds, bro. Ooh. That's like diamond studs. Damn. Yeah, I don't alter my body. My made. body is my temple. <laughs> <laughs> You've never altered your body in any way? I mean, I think I carved fuck into my arm once because somebody else did. <laughs> <laughs> but I spelled it F-U-K. <laughs> you can, yeah, like, started the C. It hurt so yeah. bad. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I don't like I'm it. turning this into a K. Somewhere, I don't know where yeah. it is anymore, but it was on my left arm. <laughs> we have a friend that... Uh, that used to do tattoos. I don't know if he still does. And um, Mike, you know him. Very good friends with him. And he uh, tattooed broken on his chest or his stomach or something. Oh, yeah. And (laughs) he had it for like two years. And he showed us once at one of our friend's bachelor parties. Like, yeah, I got got fucked up, tattooed broken on myself. And he showed us. I'm like, that's backwards. Like, what? He looked in the mirror. He's like, I did it in the mirror. So it looks straight. Like, no, dude, it's backwards. Oh, so uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I I like Christmas. So, Archie, would you get a Christmas tattoo? Would you get a Christmas ear piercing? I don't think I would. What about no no septum piercing with the little little Christmas tree on it? <laughs> I don't think I would. <laughs> would you just hang uh, ornaments from your ears? That is a possibility during Christmas time. Oh, all year long. Okay, mid Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Uh, then we're moving on to a big dog. <laughs> big dog here. Now, for those who aren't aware, uh, RJ is in love with a woman who sang in a band that may or may not be still a band we don't know right rj they are they said they are <laughs> i trust her <laughs> trust is important in a relationship it is <laughs> it is um and i am I'm, I'm happy to debut them on here now you had her on a mix this is them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we have emergency by paramore off of all we know is false uh it's the third track on the album which i totally forgot re-listening to it um, it's a four-minute song. Uh, Paramore, rock band from Franklin, Tennessee, formed in 2004. The band currently consists of Haley Williams, Taylor York, and Zach Farrow. Um, the group released its debut album, All We Know Is Falling, in 2005, with the album reaching number four on the UK rock chart in 2009, four years later. <laughs> Uh, the band's second album, Riot, was released in 2007 uh, due to the success of the singles Misery Business and Crush, Crush, Crush. And that's what you get. Riot was a mainstream success and was certified platinum in the United States. Um, and then there's a bunch of drama within Paramore. Ins and outs, ins and outs. Uh, the production of this album happened in Florida. Uh, the band's a recommended the band build a fan base through word of mouth, uh, initially the album received positive review, reviews by music critics, praising the vocals of Haley Williams. Um, yeah, so I remember uh, when Paramore, when this album came out. Um, I remember when this album came out, and I remember when they came to Sacramento when this album came out. Um, I believe, I think I had, I want to say the first time I heard Paramore was on a music video. I can't remember if they had a music video for this or for, is it Pressure? Is that the other song? Oh, yeah. Had pressure. Oh, yeah. I'm on a to break. That yeah. was probably the hit. Yeah, I think there was a music video for them, and I had seen that, and then they rolled into Sacramento, and I just remember, and this is going to this is gonna sound silly, but you need to understand, like, this is, you know, 2005. I'm, like, 16. And when you see Haley as a young young man, right, mm. you're like, she's basically Ju- our age. The juices are flowing. Well, she's our age, right? Mm-hmm. Like, she it is was, our age, yeah. She's like two or three years younger than us. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. <laughs> so she's like right in my age, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And like it was just – there was – I remember there was her and there was Sunny from, from First to Last. I'm not going to say Skrillex. But yeah. we, we had Sonny and her, because Sonny was my age as well. And I remember it just being, like, bizarre that someone who was, like, around my age was making music like this and touring, and it was, like, a big deal. I remember it feeling like a big deal because she was so young. And then when you see her, you're like, oh, she's an incredibly attractive woman, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then, so I loved this Paramore record. 
And then Riot came out. And everyone decided to like Paramore. And that's oh, when I turned yeah. my back on them, RJ. Oh. When Riot came out, I was like, you've gone too pop. You did the Fall Out Boy thing. I'm out. I'm out. Gone too pop. Interesting. Um, but I love this record. I don't really like any of the songs from Misery. Um, I think there's a song on like their next album that I heard that was like later in the album that was like kind of acoustic. Which I was trying to find an acoustic Paramore song, and they don't have a whole lot of them um, uh, that I actually liked. But like I, we were talking off mic last week. Um, I'm really appreciating the new Haley Williams stuff. I think she's becoming like a legit singer songwriter. Um, I like the direction she's going. I've been listening to it. I enjoy it. Mm. Um, yeah, I do. Like Paramore is this album is nostalgic to, for me. Like. Um, like Thursday, like Armor for Sleep, like Under Oath. Like yeah. I, Paramore is just, it's a nostalgic band for the time. Yeah. yeah. And like Fall Out Boy. Yeah, exactly. From that era. Yeah. Now, have you gone back and listened to Riot? No. Mm, Not I, actually, I like it now. It's too pop. Uh, some of the songs suck. It's too I don't production. like that Crush song. Yeah. But there's some songs on there that are fucking good. Too much production. All right, There's great. something that's like just raw about them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's like pretty rare that if you're gonna say this album, I, I I don't know if you can definitively say Paramore is a pop punk band, but I would say this album is a pop punk album, and there is not very many females that can do this. No, nobody has done another Paramore. Yeah. Like, the the closest thing was I think Stand Atlantic is that their name yeah something oh, yeah. stupid yeah they suck and then <laughs> there was um there's an Australian group that was pretty damn close I think I sent it to you a while ago yeah I think so and they were pretty close and it it seemed a lot like it seemed like Australia's version of Paramore you know <laughs> yeah it's like something's a little bit different about it but it's still good and nobody else like nobody's tried to touch it so. I don't know why, because they're extremely successful, and they're good. Yeah. Why not? Why not try it again? Maybe that's what Evanescence was. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> like maybe they're trying that, and then the Evanescence happened. They're like, no, we can never try this again. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just hard. It's like it's also just hard to find a female lead in a rock band. Like that's just yeah. It's hard to come by. Like, yeah. uh, did you ever listen to what are they called? They were called Dance for Destruction. Uh, oh yeah yeah they were awesome and she was fucking great she has a new band that she's been playing with for the last couple years Uh, but she's fucking great as a singer of a hardcore band and like a female singer of a hardcore band extremely rare like probably Oathbreaker is probably the biggest version of that yeah Oathbreaker and then like actual hardcore punch yeah um then Code Orange right so, like, in that hardcore genre, there's still more than pop punk for some <laughs> yeah. reason. And that doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. I think it's yeah. because of the audience of pop punk. You know what I mean? Like, the mainstream audience of pop punk. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> don't you think they'd want, like, somebody that looks like Avril Lavigne? Uh, she's an anomaly, man. She's been po- po- popping up on my Instagram feed recently for some reason. I don't know why. Avril Lavigne? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, she's still making music. She's 
Huh? Great. Yeah. Good for her. <laughs> cool. Yeah. But I always I thought, like, Avril Lavigne was, like, a gimmick. Like, whether yeah, or not she's she going to admit that. gimmicky. Yeah. Like, she was just, like, kind of a gimmick. Where, like, Haley's seemed incredibly authentic for the genre. Like, okay, even modernizing it, like, set your goals with a female singer. Do you think pop punk fans wouldn't want that? No, they would love it. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why not? I don't know. Make more. Yeah. Um, RJ, what, what, what's your relationship? Where to start with Paramore? So there was a guy named Devin. I was like, check out this band. I was like, Devon. new new people, new bands that I have to listen to. I believe he showed me this. Did I? And literally, I, like probably months went by, and then I saw the Crush video, and I was like, she's cute. Who is this? Mm-hmm. And I was like, Devin, check out this. And then it's like, oh, I've showed you them months ago. <laughs> like, so I knew this band a long time ago. <laughs> that part right. So I was like, oh, <laughs> this is the same one you mentioned to me when you played off like your Napster. <laughs> like, yeah, I always show people bands. Nobody fucking listens to me. <laughs> so then I was just like, cool. So then I just started following them from the Crush video because it was cool. I don't know if you remember the Crush video. She's just, like in a desert. And they just like have their instruments in there, and they're just like singing. And I was just like, "All right, this is you know, I don't know who this band is, but Devin's like, I showed you them months ago. (laughs) Sounds right." So then I was like, "All right." So then I started looking into them more. Uh, This first album is phenomenal. I love this first album. Uh, I have nothing against their second album. It's when they start going towards their later albums. They go, you know, like once Haley Williams decided to get married. Kind of changes Book the feel bitch. of everything. She's getting married. I was like, yeah, how dare you? Think she is. <laughs> and then it started doing this thing where like the band members started quitting and just everything like that. So, um, it changed a little things. Are you saying and then they Haley have, is a prima donna? Is that what you're saying? You know, she does herself, and I let her. <laughs> I'm like, you be you. You know. Yeah, that's how you manage the relationship. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> You're a cuck. <laughs> so he's he'd be happy to be a cuck if he. Yeah, I think <laughs> any guy would. <laughs> Wait, where do you what do you want me to do? Okay, yeah. cool. Down, down. You can fuck whoever you want, whoever, <laughs> as long as you look at me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even have to touch you. No. Can I just talk to you <laughs> once? <laughs> so uh, literally, it's just you know, a couple of like. This album, I love this album. I like this song. It's yeah. a great song. It is a great song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, me being the one that discovered Paramore <laughs> in the first place, obviously, I Biggest enjoyed fan. this song. Biggest fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, this album's good. I think you should give Riot another try and I see like if Riot. you find songs on there that you like. I, I'm not saying it's going to be... Yeah, I'm not saying it's going to be like a full album that you like every song, but because that's not how it is for me. But I remember really liking some of those songs, and even their newer two albums. After that, did they have two? They, they have two. Yeah, two or three. There's one album that I didn't like at first, and then I gave it another listen, and it's like it was very like disco influenced. And at first, it threw me off, and then I was like, "Oh, this is cool." Like nobody, like at that time, nobody's really tried to bring back disco, t- like influences. It's not disco, but you know, hell no. Daryl Palumbo did beating our baby with House of Blow. Oh, head automatic. Yeah. 
That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, but the yeah the other albums they they all have some good songs on them, and for some reason I still haven't listened to her new solo stuff, but I probably should. Yeah, I think it's up your alley. Yeah, I did hear one song randomly. Uh, I think today actually one of her, I don't know if it was a new one or not, but it was like an acoustic one, mm-hmm. just her, and I was like, this is cool. I was Ooh, trying nice. to find honestly, I was trying to find. A Paramore, because uh, I think Misery Business, they have a, an acoustic version of that song. They have a couple acoustic stuff for their older stuff. Yeah. I've heard a couple but it versions sucks. of it. sucks. Yeah. I was trying to find some, like, Paramore acoustic stuff, but, like, they just don't have much. I wish it, It's, it's not on here. It's more on, like, Spotify. Or not Spotify, but uh, YouTube. Oh, piece of shit. Yeah, yeah a I lot of live did, like, performances. Live, yeah. They have, like, Kings of Leon songs that she has a Lady Gaga cover. Oh. Uh, it's just herself though playing on piano. It's she, only a, she does a Kings of Leon song. Mm-hmm. What song? Uh, you use somebody. It's fantastic. I love That's the version. Song. I love That's that version. <sighs> Better than Sex and Fire. <laughs> yeah. But she could be like, "This is a song about mashed." Potatoes. I was like, wow, that's the best song about mashed potatoes She's ever heard. Rapping now? <laughs> that's what you just put it to. This that is a song a about mashed potatoes. <laughs> this Check is the story one, all two. about here. My life got flipped, turned upside down. My name is Hilly Williams and shit right back. I'll be like, I've never heard anybody rap before, and now I have. <laughs> no. um, Yas Queen. All right. Then rounding it off. With the man, the myth, the legend. Now, one of my favorite things is, I, did you guys notice the uh, album art for this song? Yeah. It's pretty great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Seems like something that you would pick out for yourself, right, Mike? You, this is right up your alley. It's I think alive. I would take this album art. I wish I had it as a poster. And it, just yeah. Put it on the wall right in front of me all the I time. Mean, it should be like a Springsteen album cover. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I put this in my the poster in my bathroom. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I put this in my my workshop where I work on my cars. Like, literally he puts it on the ceiling as he's doing reps. Yeah. Oh yeah. Coming for you, Brad. Put some mud on my tires. You got that telecaster, I know you do. Oh, yeah, you do. It's <laughs> a tiny little neck. <laughs> the guitar, not you. <laughs> Be a weird quality to pick out on a person, but I'm talking about your guitar, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're rounding off with then uh, the piano mix uh, by Mr. Brad Paisley. Uh, Brad Douglas Paisley, American country music singer and songwriter, starting with his 1999 debut album "Who Needs Pictures." He has released 11 studio albums and a Christmas compilation. Prolific. Uh, with all of his albums certified gold or higher. <laughs> Genius. He has scored 32 top 10 singles. <laughs> Holy shit. That's yep. a lot. Uh, Paisley has sold over 11 million albums and has won three Grammys, 14 Academy of Country Music Awards, 14 Country Music Association Awards, and two American Music Awards. He has also earned Country Music's crowning achievement, becoming a member of the Grand Ole Opry. Oh. 
this is a song co-written and recorded by Brad Paisley. It is the 23rd entry on the Billboard Country Charts. Wouldn't it be funny if the crowning achievement was getting to fuck Dolly Parton? (laughs) Here's your prize. I sold 11 million records, Brad. Here's your bitch. Uh the de- debuting at number 26 uh the song is the lead off single from his seventh studio album american saturday night which was released uh, in 2009 it is one of paisley's four songs certified two-time platinum that's time. insane it's just a, it's a song mm-hmm. that's certified two-time platinum yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they don't need the album just well, the song i think for the most part you have your following for country music so they have White. a lot of like they they have a lot of their that's the number true. One song Darius Rucker. <laughs> you mean Hootie? Yeah, <laughs> Hootie. Hold my hand, Hootie. <laughs> um. So all right. So I first heard this specific song probably when it first came out. Maybe. No, it probably was the the year after. I think it was like 2010 because I think it was my first year of marriage because my wife w- was like, I like Brad Paisley. And I was like, fuck you. You don't like anything. <gasps> she, she, <laughs> loves, she loves Brad Paisley? <laughs> Hell yeah, she rocks. Yeah, but she was like, I like Brad Paisley. And I was like, I don't know who the fuck that is. And she was like, <laughs> he's a country music singer. I was like, Fuck country. I fucking Fuck hate country. Fucking piece of shit. Probably Garth looks looking motherfucker. I fucking hate him. Flannel shirt, dumbass cowboy hat. But then he saw this picture and he's yeah. like, Ooh. I was like, oh, yeah, right. okay, he's got a goatee. Okay. Play that telecaster. He's got a telecaster and that's what hooked me because mm-hmm. like, I'm a telly guy. I like a telly. I like the way they sound. I like the way they look. I love a telly with the top cutout. Get that top. Oh, Where's this going? Is this turning into Mike being like, I'm now the biggest Brad Paisley fan? No. Like the hole so, in the top of the guitar. <laughs> I will say that I've only heard a handful of Brad Paisley songs. But when I first heard this song, because my wife was like, no, 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 you have to listen to this song. And I was like, fine, I'll listen to this song. And I just, I fell in love with the song. I was just like, this is a fucking great song. Wow. I will not listen to anything else from this man because I don't want to. But I will listen to the at the shit out of this song. Damn. Um, so yeah, this is the only Brad Paisley song that I like. I can't. I I've heard like Whiskey Lullaby. Um, so I've heard that. But okay. I've never listened to a full Brad Paisley album. Um, now the original version of the song is a great song. But when I found this, I enjoyed this a little bit more. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's a nice uh, sleepy time song uh, for RJ. Versus the original version of this, it ends with a pretty nasty solo. That's all that. It's pretty great. He's, uh, yeah. He's a great guitar player. He's close to John Mayer. <laughs> um, but yeah, when I found this piano mix, I was like, ooh. <laughs> and I was like, ooh, playing piano. And then that little guitar starts picking near the end. I was like, um, I feel like a silly boy though when because I'll listen I'll listen to this at the gym, and I just in my head I'm just like screaming at the top of my lungs the lyrics to the song. <laughs> I'm obviously not screaming them in the gym, 
In your head, though. Yeah. <laughs> but it's getting me pumped. Yeah. It gets me real oh, jacked, yeah. as they say. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I love this song. I'm pretty sure I heard at one point RJ say that he liked Brad Paisley. Um, and so I decided to put it on because it's a great song. Right. And I figured RJ liked it. And he had, if he hadn't heard the piano mix, I thought he might like that. So, RJ, what's your relationship with the Pays? Um, so I did have his, uh, I think his second or third album, Mud on the Tires. Uh, mud on the Tires. Just get a little mud on the tires. <laughs> I'll went- sing the whole album for you if you fucking need me to. <laughs> Just tell me what song. Is it raining <laughs> at your house? So I went through this it's little raining at time where I was making, uh, I built a deck at my mom's property. And I think the person a skateboard that I, deck? No, 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 just the back. They, was they building have, half pipe. Like a sitting deck. <laughs> uh, but we built it, and I think it was a lot of like 98 Rock radio station around Sacramento. Or I forgot the other one, but it was or the country music. And it went back and forth with what we listened to, whatever the guy that I was building the deck with. And a lot of Brad Paisley around that time. So I was just like, ooh, I want to buy this album. So I bought the album, and I was just like, ooh, I enjoy this. I think he's a, a good guitarist. Um, I think all the like the big ones were on there, like Whiskey Lullaby and all that stuff, Mud on the Tires. And then I bought their second album, and I wanted to discuss this because he actually has a couple skits on that one. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Some silly and, boy skits? No, he does have some silly boy skits. Uh, some and then I kind of just... I kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Let's raise this flag, brothers. <laughs> the I kinda, South shall rise again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then he crazy like you know just whatever he does. Yeah. But then I kind of just got off like I was just like, all right, he's doing his thing. He sounds like Brad Paisley, cool. And then I, I after that I kind of just heard his hits. Um, I did hear the song, the original one. I do actually really like the the piano version. I thought it was it was really nice. It was a change of uh, what I heard before, so I like this. Love this as an ending track. Uh, Brad, Brad Paisley, it's like I haven't listened to any of his new stuff, but I do still enjoy him. Like he, I think he's just a great artist. Is he still making music? I, I don't know. When 2021. Was I was like, oh, I shit. Yeah, June 11th, recently. he came out with one song. He came out oh. with a single. But before that, it was 2017. Oh, he came wow. out with an album. Interesting. Yeah. Um, you know what? He did come out with... Okay, he's been doing singles. He's been doing what everybody else is doing. He's oh, smart. Yeah. He came out with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, <laughs> eight singles. An album, some might eight, say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> eight separate singles within the time that he, like from his last album and now. Hmm. So, I mean, he made what, like triple platinum? I mean, it's no Kid Rock went platinum seven times, but <laughs> he went platinum like three times off of one song. So Stupid. good for him. You know, he did go seven times. <laughs> God, he did go platinum selling rhymes, though. He did. Josie, yeah. <laughs> rest in peace. Yeah, um, Devin, what's your uh, your your pays head? Oh, I'm a paisy boy. <laughs> yeah, mud on the tires is the album that I listen to, and I hate country. That I hate pop country. Yeah, I. Um, 
I don't even really have an appreciation for like the Dolly Parton era or anybody else in that era mm-hmm. of like pop country. There are a few standout songs like um, Tim McGraw has a couple songs that I'm like, yeah, that one's, it's a, like it's a good, well written song. Yeah. Um, no Garth Brooks. There was, I think, maybe a George Strait song that I heard once that I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like pop country sucks, especially everything that comes out right now. Anything by Toby Keith or anything that Toby <laughs> Keith has touched is garbage. Um, but I got surprised. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Going, <laughs> Archer, you know the song, right? No lies, keep your hands to yourself. Fucking Tim. Yeah. So, <laughs> not much that I like in that era. What about Miley Cyrus's dad? Oh, Billy, 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 Billy Ray Cyrus. Billy Ray. Interesting. Don't. Yeah. Break I've heart. never actually listened to Brooks and Dunn. But uh, uh, yeah, nah, you could skip them. Yeah, my mom listened to them. Or she had the CDs. I don't remember her listening to them. She's the prime then. audience. Yes, exactly. That's <laughs> that should be the prime audience for that type of music. But for some reason, our generation like found pop country, and they're like, "Let's go line my dancing." My mom loved uh, Kenny Chesney. Yeah, she loved. She had like every album. She had shirts. She's like, "We're going to see him in concert." I was like, "I'm gonna pass." <laughs> you guys have fun. Like, girls from Folsom are like, yeah, I'm a big country girl. Live in Folsom. Yeah. We have a rodeo once a year. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm going to see Eric Church. He's a country musician. So you, that's a, No, it's pop music it's with a guy with a shitty voice. So uh, country music transcends the culture divide to your mom. It sounded like a joke, but yeah. <laughs> to your Filipino mom, Archer. Yeah. Wait, Devin's mom or my mom? She's no, not your Filipino. Mom. Okay. She <laughs> might be. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I hang out with Devin so much. <laughs> We're family. Filipino mom. She's my cousin. <laughs> you know how bad it would be if Devin found out he was mostly Filipino? <laughs> I look in the mirror like what happened to my eyes <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. It's, I'm brown it's fine <laughs> what if it's like a werewolf situation where like once a month I turn Filipino <laughs> <laughs> I just go in the kitchen this one's a lumpia just eat raw eggs and lumpia <laughs> it's called balut balut <laughs> uh, yeah, Brad but yeah Brad Paisley Loved Mud on the Tires. Um, I didn't listen to anything after that, but I listened to that album so much. Mm. Uh, and uh, he's an amazing guitarist. And I've seen some like live videos of him playing guitar and whatnot. But every time he popped up after that, I would see him. like He did something on SNL for the album that he came out with in 2017, Love and War. Mm-hmm. And both songs were amazing. Like, for that genre. So uh, there's something about him that I like that I don't like in other country musicians, and I don't know what it is, because this song is just a really well-written pop song. Yeah. You know? Like, there's it, there's nothing, like, 
there's nothing really special about it. And it's just, you know, it's it hits all the marks of a perfect pop song and done on piano and it's awesome. You know, I I, I don't know what he does, but uh he might have sold the soul to the devil. Right? <laughs> yeah. He's got a talent for it. And that's what it, like all of his songs are like the mud on the tire song. Um get a little mud on the tire. Whiskey lullaby, so oh. fucking good. Yeah. Like Mike's just a hater. No, I mean, I get why you don't like the no, song because it is like corny song. as shit. It but, is. <laughs> but yeah. It's a beautiful song. Yeah, but it, like back then when it came out, I'm like, damn, like it's good, good ass song. Alison Krauss. Was it Alison Krauss? Yeah. Yeah, Alison Krauss. She's great. She's a legit country musician, you know? Uh, she's Americana. <sighs> she's country. That's what I call country. <laughs> it's my country. You should make a mix like that. <laughs> Bring it back. Yeah. yeah. I think Allison Cross just came out with a new song, if I remember it. I think it popped up on my Spotify. I saw Brandy Carlisle on that This Is Pop show on uh, Netflix. I started watching it. Mm-hmm. She was in the trailer for it hmm. alongside like Run DMC and Boys to Men. And I'm like, is Brandy Carlisle that relevant? No. Yeah. Why is she <laughs> there? Like, it's weird. She only has that, like just a couple of albums. It's weird. Yeah, and she's not like she's been around for a while. Yeah, like late late nineties, early two thousands, but she's never really had like a hit. Like I don't think she's in the normal, like in the lexicon of American musicians, mm-hmm. you know, or even country musicians. Like Jason Isbell is probably above her, and people don't know who that is. Yeah, easily. in country music, so I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, but she's awesome too. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. 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 But you guys dug the piano mix. I liked it. Yeah. yeah. I liked it. I haven't heard the original, though. So. What? Yeah. You've never heard the original version of this? No. What? I haven't heard that album. That's insane. It's one of his top songs. Well, I don't know where I would have heard it. The radio. Country radio? <laughs> It transcends. Oh, then I've got to play you this then. Oh, fuck yeah. It's like Purple Rain. so good i might have to rebuttal you with this then (laughs) wait for one second i I didn't cue it up right It's coming. It's coming. It's almost there. <laughs> yeah. Chicken picking. Oh, 
This part. Uh, this is very Brian Setzer. Yeah. 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 Those flat wound strings. Isn't, he, isn't that like spend a little time with me or something? That's make a mistake with me. Uh, make a mistake. Yeah, it's a two part song. It's probably his best one. He has a Christmas song called Kung Pao Buckaroo Holiday. I haven't heard that one. <laughs> it's probably crazy guitar though. And now the Grand Ole Opry Theater proudly presents a special holiday edition of the adventures of the Kung Pao Buckaroos. <laughs> <laughs> it's a theater production. Probably not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas <laughs> to you. Do they have Christmas Buckaroo. in the Philippines? Oh, yeah. Damn. They love Christmas there. Probably. They're all Catholics and Christians. Yeah, my mom grew up Catholic. Catholicos yeah. mm. love the Christmas. <laughs> yeah, so that's... That's the mix for yeah. for the for our little sleepy boy. Little sleepy boy. He didn't fall asleep once. I'm proud of him. Yeah. <laughs> was a good night night song, though, right? Oh yeah, that good, one was a good one. Good night night song. Um, all right. So for Devin, favorite song, I guess five. Least favorite, I guess three. Favorite artist, I guess one. How'd I do? You're not wrong, <laughs> but you're not right. <laughs> okay. So. Favorite song? I'm by. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can I like two songs at the same time? Um, favorite song is four. Least favorite. Least favorite is three. Favorite artist was four. Whoa! Mm-hmm. Whoa! I was yeah. not expecting a twist. that. A twist. That's a big twist. I love that Paramore album. It's so good. That's interesting. Yeah. Interesting. But I love that boxer eraser song too. And it made me want to listen to more. So that could have been my favorite song or artist. Yeah. And I love Brad Paisley. That would probably be more in my favorite artist category rather than the favorite song mm. off the list. But all three of those are pretty close. Paramore is definitely my favorite though. Yeah. I'd be curious how you would dig re-listening to Boxcar Racer that so album. I'm going to give it a try now. album, they don't have as... M- they have s- some, but not as many Silly Boy stuff. No, that's mm-hmm. why I like it. There's, yeah. there's, there's one of them that I'm like, I could question that as Silly Boy, but the rest of it, it's like, you know, it's it's music. <laughs> that's when pop punk goes emo. Oh, yeah. I can do borderline Silly Boy stuff, but... It's like hanging out with me 24-7, though. It's <laughs> true. You are a silly yeah. boy. Can't take the jokes. Um, that's a little... That's a little Fugazi-ish. The drums, right? Yeah. I yeah. I noticed that. That's that, a good so song, though. That, the, what is a good song? The song that you put on here, the Letters to God song, mm-hmm. when the drums come in on that, like, listen to it, because it's so... There's something about it that's that same offbeat rhythm that he's doing there. Yeah. It's a little, like, a, it's a little post-hardcore-ish. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Watch Devin like show up tomorrow with like a box car racer shirt. He's like, I found it on eBay. (laughs) Military hats with the star on it. He has his lip pierced again. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was like this, bro. I'm like, I was a snake bite, bro. Just walk in. Hello there. Devin, where'd you get that uh, checkered wristband? <laughs> I'm so sorry. A, is that a studded belt? I see. <laughs> Went to Hot wallet? Topic without you. Oh yeah, chain wallets. I mean, it's practical. It is. Yeah, you can steal it. You can't. You can whip those land pirates with that. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, you whip so many people with them. Yeah, if you ride a motorcycle, it's pretty practical too. Is it? I don't. But. <laughs> Yeah, because, you know, like, if you're riding, you're, when you're on your hog, you know, <laughs> bouncing along the road, riding a hardtail, like, the your wallet might pop out of the back of your pocket. You you want that to be on a chain. <laughs> Makes sense. I remember I had a sick chain wallet that I got yeah. from Denial's. Yeah. And because they sell a lot of that stuff there. And it had, oh, yeah, they do. It had a royal flush on it. Oh, well, I'm going to have to outdo you here. <laughs> okay. I had the same thing, <laughs> but mine had an eight ball on it. <laughs> so that's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> it matched my Pog Slammer. Oh, yeah. I got a, a sweet, uh, what are those like claspy belts called? Where like the the belt itself was like. Uh, oh, like cloth, like a it's thick... like a Boy Scout belt. Yeah, but it's I think it's a called weird... a Scout belt or something. A weird claspy thing. Yeah, where it's so like like a claw, a metal. Like... Yeah, with the teeth. Yeah, the teeth that bite into it. I had yeah. one that had like calligraphy of like I'm just gonna say Hispanic calligraphy because I just see a lot of Hispanics with tattoos of this type of calligraphies on them. I don't know what type <laughs> of calligraphy it is. Okay, <laughs> with an M. <laughs> Oh, hell yeah. Oh, like in Old English? Yeah, Old English. Oh, that's <laughs> fucking sick. If it said like like C dot, like circa dot your birth year, that'd be even cooler. Yeah, yeah I don't know why I just associate Old English with Hispanics. but it's... Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's like Latino culture. Yeah. Yeah. You should call it Old Spanish. Yeah. Denial is a great place. It's, it is. Like, yeah, that's a chain wallet. Real America is. You know? It is. Like, if you want to go buy some power tools, stolen power tools. <laughs> yeah. If you want to buy any type of throwing star, throwing <laughs> knife, throwing hatchet, yeah, anything got... you can throw and stick into something, that's your go to place. Yeah, that's where I got what I had a butterfly knife. I got that from there. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got samurai stuff. sword from there, which is pretty cool. All the stuff that's illegal in California that is like dumb that shouldn't be illegal, like nunchucks. Yeah. Denios. Flea yeah. markets. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, I'll sell you fucking nunchucks. It's like yeah. Two I, pieces of wood with a chain on it. It's like, yeah, I, it's illegal. I think Brass we knuckles. In, uh, I think we were in Chinatown in San Francisco, and my cousin found like it looked like a stick that you can hit someone with. But then the middle, you like press these buttons, and it comes apart at the middle, and it's two knives. So sick. (laughs) Super illegal, but super sick. 
oh, I want that. Literally, you buy it and you just walk around like the whole city with it. You're like, check this out. <laughs> yeah. You can just imagine how powerful you must feel walking yeah. around with a like a cane sword, you know? Yeah. Is it, like, so is it like a full-on like bow staff size or is it like no. a like a hand cane? Uh, it was about two feet long. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like a bali like, stick. Yeah, exactly. Oh, or kali stick. You hit people in their knuckles and then take a knife out real quick. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, but if you had like a cane sword, you feel like such a badass just walking around with oh, that. Just yeah. knowing that if anyone's going to fuck with you at any time. <laughs> no, I would start fights with people. <laughs> To get them to fuck with me. Literally, you RJ, just walk you behind people, me. hitting yeah. your cane on their like the back of their heel yeah. as they walk. Yeah. They're like, you're in my way. I don't know why you sound like that, but you... yeah, I would. He yeah. pretends he's a blind man with it. Yeah. <laughs> just smack him inside the shin or something. They're like, oh, why'd you do that? You couldn't pick see a fight you. with a blind man. Yeah. Sorry, this is my seeing eye stick. <laughs> Um, all right, so RJ, I guessed one, two, three. One, How two, you, three. RJ? So I'm going to say my favorite song is, you know, D-Wishes. Really? <laughs> <laughs> that oh, is awesome. I was so happy when I heard that every single time. I heard the joy in his voice when we were talking about it. It's the <laughs> no, only no. time I've heard it. It in came on, and I was two like, two years. Yes. Yeah. I love this. This is amazing. <laughs> I'm so, so glad funny. you found that. <laughs> Um, it's going to go on my Christmas mix from here on out. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, my least favorite song, I'm going to say, because I'm not a Counting Crows fan, number two. <laughs> okay. And because the favorite artist, Haley Williams, is my, you know, number four. No. Oh. Kanye, bro. Bro, don't no, you no, turn, no, no, no. Don't turn I cannot back on sleep Ye. with Kanye. <laughs> yes, you can. I can, but I don't want to. You'd like it, too. He'd probably yell at me a lot. No, he'd be in a good mood. No, have you seen Kanye? He hasn't even released his album yet. I know. Do you see he's rebuilding his house? I don't even know what he's doing. So Rebuild your album first. In the stadium in Chicago, he's he's rebuilding his childhood home in the center of the stadium. He does weird things. (laughs) Just... People are saying online that it's not even going to come out, so stop stop paying attention to it. No, it's going to come out. I think the stuff between him and Drake are, is all uh, calculated. Well, I mean, he's probably going to do the 50 Cent thing. Yeah, I, th- I think that managers... What, get shot nine times? No, they, they released it at the same time and then try to do who had like more in sales. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think everything's all calculated between them and their managers to make sure everything happens just to build hype around because even the manager's yeah. like all right this sunday is going to be released i'm 100 sure and then like that sunday comes by they're like all right all right saturday is when he's actually going to have his third like release party that's going to be 100 percent. it's going to come out well he played it right at yeah a release party he's, so he's it's played done it twice now yeah but i hear he keeps on tweaking things that's why well because hmm. he's kind of genius yeah yeah, I saw some like critics kind of like comment on it, and they're just like, "Well, that's what happened with like you know Yeezus and a whole bunch of other stuff where it's like they're not great albums because he kept on tweaking them." I was like, "No, they're fantastic as they are. I'm happy with like you know you know the craziness of it." So it's like whatever he fucking does with it, I'm happy. But just come out with it so I can be happy. The most genius <laughs> thing would be for him to not release it ever, but to do yeah. the listening parties, that would be the most artistic thing he can do. Like. 
What are those things that they do? The mandalas in uh, fucking, I don't know, Tibet or something. They make these beautiful like sand paintings. And then as soon as they're done with them, they wipe them away. Mm. So it's like, I made this thing. And, and no people one saw it. have it. Yeah, but you cannot have it. You cannot keep it. <laughs> you know? People have experienced it. So probably like for his release parties, they probably take all like the like you know, security, take away your phone, take away everything. Oh, They're yeah. like, You're not recording this. Like you you sign contracts if you're not allowed to speak about any mm-hmm. of the choruses, nothing like that. Yeah. I heard people say it was good, but it's like who is that coming from? It's probably somebody that's like, I'm so excited to be at a Kanye release party. This album's so good. Oh my god, I'm so glad imagine? to be here. It's literally Kanye West, like with like glasses and a mustache, like one of those little like, yeah. And he's just like, Hi, I heard the album yeah. and it was great. It's like you're Kanye. No, no, I'm not Kanye. I am Tim. From, I heard it was splendid. From Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. It was a true artistic masterpiece. <laughs> That's all the interviews. Yeah. They're like, well, this guy said it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> and then this other guy came in wearing a monocle on the other eye and said basically the same thing. And he kept on asking me, did yeah. I try the food? Because it was delicious. <laughs> delicious. <laughs> Have you had the egg rolls? <laughs> <laughs> that shit is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Man, RJ, I'm sad. You turned your back on Kanye for Haley? Mm, yeah. Oh, that's crazy to me. Do you like more Kanye albums than Paramore albums? You know that, right? No. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think, but by sheer statistics. Statistics. That he's, uh, you can name off the top of your head more Kanye songs. How about this? Than Paramore I, I like, I like <laughs> more Kanye. I've listened to more Paramore. That's not true. That's true. I, I I disagree. No, I, I listen. I listen to a lot. He probably of listens to that daily. The first like three, four albums by them, or maybe three albums. Yeah, bro. Have you heard Riot? <laughs> crush. Oh, phenomenal. Crush. Crush. Have you crush. heard? I was gonna say that. Uh, uh, Ted Lasso it? had the, had a great joke. Sorry, I just remember Ted Lasso in the first season had a great joke about how Kanye's most underrated albums, 808s and Heartbreaks, and I was like. Fuck yeah, that's my favorite fucking album, and no one talks about it. Hmm. It was a great joke. I was like, finally, someone's saying my truth on national television. You know what I mean? T-Pain so, talked about it on the episode of This Is Pop or whatever the thing is on Netflix. about uh, The whole episode's about people talking shit on autotune, mm-hmm. and then Kanye found a way to make it cool. <laughs> yeah. But they, they use the theme of like, uh, I forgot the other examples, but like, Throughout history, especially in music, like people have done things and they thought it was lame as shit at first, and then somebody else comes around and they're like, "Oh, damn, this is cool." Oh yeah, you know, like Kanye did that with 808s and Heartbreaks. So just just for mere fun, literally college dropped out, listened to tons of times, late registration many times, graduation even more, 808s and Heartbreaks. I think I've listened to twice. It's so um, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, fantasy listened a couple times. Never heard Watch the Throne. Never heard Kanye West. Never heard Jesus. Oh, never heard Life of Pablo. So heard uh, Ye, uh, the, the what's the the Yay E Yay Yay from Devin. So I haven't listened to any like four or five of his albums. Versus Paramore, I listened to all of the albums as they were like released. I've heard more Kanye than RJ. So so I'm just saying I am a you Paramore are a fan. Son of a bitch. RJ. Son of. A so I like the first bitch. couple albums, but I I have gone through and I listened to them like maybe once on all those, and I was like okay. He misses the old Kanye. 
<laughs> I want more like workout plan. <laughs> Give him. I'm here for breathing. anything that man does. Uh, yeah, no, it's fantastic. Everything that I have heard, I do want to listen to him more, of course. But uh, side note, back to Paramore. They, uh, I don't know if you've heard it. It's not on Spotify, but there's a version of, I think, Pressure, where it has uh, Josh Farrow. Uh, he's the guitarist of before when he left. He's screaming in the background because he was like, I want to do a screamo band hmm, with Paramore. Cool. And they're like, no, this is not our style. She's like, I don't want to do this. And he's like, no, this is what the new thing is. So literally, he's just like, oh, maybe it's emergency. So he's just like, it's an emergency, like in the background. <laughs> like it's death metal. Vocals. Yeah, and then literally they <laughs> took that out, and then they produced the one that they have. Oh, that's interesting. So you can find it on YouTube, but it's just like, whoa, this is different. I'd be here for that. Oh, yeah, it was cool. Oh, yeah. It was cool to hear it. I was like, I would have not been mad if they did that route, too. Because yeah. she still has her regular clean vocals that she does, but then he just... You know, screams and kind of growls in the background occasionally. Hmm. Yeah, it'd be like Under Oath, but with a girl. Yeah. <laughs> but I've only found the one song. I want to hear the whole album like that. I was like, that would have been so much cooler if I found the whole album like that. Yeah. And maybe if I do a deep dive on maybe. YouTube or something or somewhere on the interwebs. Um. All right. Uh, well, Devin, how do yeah. you feel towards this as a whole? What you're rating? Um, as a whole, I enjoyed listening to it. Mm. Um, it's some stuff that I knew and, uh, it was a good mix of stuff. Like, uh, it's not stuff that I would normally listen to or like go back to listen to, but like boxcar racer, that was cool to like bring that back and make me want to check that out again and kind of like hear it with, without my my blink one eighty two hatred, I guess. <laughs> you know, um yeah, all the other songs were good and it it flowed well. So it is uh, so crazy thinking about RJ's mix from last week and how just this one song is better than all of those songs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what really insane. like blew me away. It's like I, I get the nostalgia factor for bands like that. Like we were talking about it with Paramore and I mean even Brad Paisley. Like, I get that nostalgia factor. Like, Whiskey Lullaby is a dumb song, but it's so good to me, mm. you know? But Boxcar Racer, like, they were doing something different, and it, it's so weird that they didn't try to do anything else with it, or if they attempted with Angels and Airwaves. They I don't think up. they... <laughs> That's why. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Like, even if you break up, it's like you can find other bass players and guitarists. Yeah, you could replace Mark Hoppus. You can yeah. replace everybody. You can replace Travis Barker technically. Well, I think it's because maybe they broke up and then Travis is like, I don't know who, like, what dad should I live yeah. with? <laughs> and it was just like, you're going to go with me. And Tom's yeah. like, yeah, you're going to go with me. And he's like, I'm going to stay with Blink. Do I you think go with the like, cool dad who lets yeah. me do whatever I want? He's into aliens yeah. and conspiracy theories. Or to go to the lame dad who's just kind of <laughs> stable in there. Guess who yeah. he picked? <laughs> you think they're standing on opposite sides of the room? Yeah. And like, Come here, Travis. Come here, Travis. Like, whoever he comes to first, he's staying with me. Come here, Travis. Like literally, one of them like takes a drumstick out of his pocket. And he's yeah. like, Ooh, I like that. And like, he starts like the going other one takes a blunt out of their pocket. <laughs> so I, like I like that, that too. And lettuce. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that that I'm so cool. 
Um, I, I got to go back and listen to it. Um, so listenability score for me, 4.2 out of 5. But the fact that, in my opinion, you you hit all the boxes for uh, an RJ mixtape, it's 5 out of 5. <laughs> yeah, it's, fuck you, RJ. I've yeah. got a 5 out of 5 now, too. Yeah, yeah. What's up? <laughs> It's official, but it's on the books. Isn't it average though? So between the two, no, scores? fuck your average. Oh, oh it's a five you do out of five. One out of five. <laughs> no, 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 no. Four point two out of five. So like a four point zero. He didn't say anything. You don't about know how average. average. He said it's I don't. A five. I don't. It's a five out of five. Because because so that would just be a score without the title. Four point two out of five with the title. Five out of five. Yeah, because of its intention. I wonder the what intention it would be like that the if title represents. Change the title if you're just like songs I listen to or something like not not like incorporating me at all. Like I can't think of a title right yeah. now. Yeah, um, I think you would have got. Well, I mean, I would have gave my rating that I'm giving you because I do enjoy all these songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, I, I wonder. I should have named be. it the Manila Kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the thriller from Manila. Oh yeah, yeah. That. I could have done that. Yeah, <laughs> I give it to Manny, but I took it away from him. Why don't you go by that nickname? It's so cool. Because Manny Pacquiao has that. That's okay. Nobody cares. Oh, he's a you know. He's a I call myself the Bronze Bomber all the time. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> what was in that video? The uh, uh, something ivory. Uh, that oh, is, uh, so you guys <laughs> I, like 200 pounds of ivory or something? Yeah, please, something like that. 180 pounds of ivory coming at you. <laughs> oh, it's so sick. That's <laughs> crazy. God. The whole conversation uh, was bizarre because yes. didn't turn into like a white power thing. And yeah. the guy's like, I'm Aryan Brotherhood. He's like, Well, amen, brother. And he's like, What? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That was a fun video. Oh, so strange. <laughs> train yeah, wait, Chuck, wait, 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 wait. We train guys <laughs> like Chuck. Ever heard of Conor McGregor? <laughs> Brother. Yeah. All takes place in a Walmart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course I, it does. They always do. Looked like in the knife section, too. Yeah. Which oh, just I, makes I, sense. I love on the flagrant episode this, year, this week, uh, Schultz referred to it as Hood Olympics. Uh, <laughs> the crate challenge. Oh, I haven't but, seen that yet. Oh, you no. haven't? No, There's I've so, heard about it. So it is. Dumb. It is like this is this is the why we're gonna uh, go extinct. As I, I hate every time I see it. <laughs> it's I, li- okay. it's so fucking stupid. And people, this I watched one where like a, a lady broke her arm and the bone goes out of the skin. And I'm just like, Tight. why are you doing this? So I think this has been talked about for like two weeks, and I still didn't know what it was. I saw a screenshot of it. I was like, "All right, they're they're walking on it. Got it." Like I, I just <laughs> saw the pyramid, yeah. and then literally I started seeing the memes for it, and I was like, "All right, I'm glad that they're making fun of stupid people for doing stupid things." Like they have one of like you know uh, what is it like Simba from the Lion King and his dad's oh, yeah. like <laughs> laying on the ground dead, <laughs> and I was like, "That's amazing. I love that." I saw that, and I heard somebody talk about it on a podcast. But what is the challenge? Uh, it's a they pyramid. Just, they make a pyramid. And they, out of they milk walk crates it. and they try to walk up it and i think and the highest very is like wobbly five or six milk crates high yeah, that's about and all like you can do 90 percent of the time the people eat shit they yeah. get to that top one they try to take another step and they're just back 
hits a crate and they just like crumble as a human. No, there's <laughs> been some where they do them. I end up watching them because it just shows them on Instagram. But I was like, there's some with their blindfolds. Some of them try to run up as fast as they can and they eat so much shit. Yeah. And I was just like, and then like 50,000 people come up with their phones. And I was like, this is dumb. But a, dumb. A, a, a gentleman does successfully roll a blunt while walking over the pyramid. Did you not notice on the crates so. it actually says it's like a $1,200 fine for stealing <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, so y'all are getting sued. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, stood yeah. on three once, and I was terrified. Yeah, it's very wobbly. <laughs> yeah. They, they do like six high, I think. Or something You're like slippery as shit, man. Yeah. Again. Grip. People have got nothing else going on. but I gotta watch that. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. So my rating. Yep. Oh, yeah. Arch is ready. So going into this, you asked me how I felt. And I mean, this is my mix, so I should be a little little more of like concerned of where this is going. And I was like, I'm intrigued because I do like the artist and the con like who what the songs were. And then I start analyzing it. Analyzing. Ooh. I'd love some good analyzing. Mm-hmm. Different points of view. I was like, analyzing are these songs that I'd go to sleep to? Okay. <laughs> and I was like, I did have Letters to God on a mix for my sleepy time. <laughs> but then two minutes in where they're like, Dang, nah, nah. I'm like, okay, that's loud. Yeah. So I took that off and I put there is. Why don't you just listen to Enya? Oh, Enya is on my mix. Just only Enya. <laughs> yeah, Enya is on my mix. But anyway, so I took that off and I was like, I just don't like that part. I like there is. So I put that on my sleepy time mix. Um. Not a huge Counting Crows fan. So I was like, that works. It is a slow song. And then... Why are you judging this off of sleepability? Well, it's a sleepy boy mix. <laughs> well, you're the sleepy boy. Yes. You're just a sleepy so boy. If a, this is examining I, the heart yeah, of but, but, the sleepy boy. But if it what drives me to be a sleepy person, I was like, I'm looking at this as a sleepy mix. Okay. Oh, you think that my intention is to make you more sleepy? Yeah. So this is this is me. <laughs> oh. This is my analyzing because you do have you do have the first track which is slow in the beginning. Uh-huh. Then you have the last track which is slow, and then you have the jazz one which is a slow one. So I was like, this is, looks like a sleepy mix, which would be the heart oh. of me as a sleepy person. Oh, so you think the heart of you is sleepy? Yes. So, well, no, the, the, you the, are a sleepy. But, but like, look at the. If we're doing a heart of a sad boy, it would be all sad songs. Well, if it's yeah. an angry mix for an angry boy, it'd be an all angry mix. Well, uh, the, so I approach this mix completely different. See, than the way that no, you're see, see no. that, this is where I'm analyzing. Well, it. but we were uh, we were talking a few weeks ago about it and uh, about something and. I cannot even remember what it was about, but Mike said something. I think we we're talking about like what superpowers we have or whatever. Yeah. Or like, would you? Uh, oh, maybe it's like in sync or something. It's like, would you be the cool guy or oh, the yeah. bad boy? Like, are you a bad boy? And then you said you're a sleepy boy. Do you remember this? Oh. Well, we were talking about it a while ago. So yeah. that's a, where I assumed it came from, but I understood it as it's just like. Examining the heart of RJ. Yeah, so that would have changed. I approach yeah, my yeah, mix yeah. as these are songs that complete a heart of yeah. RJ. Now, if we yeah, so said, that title would have been different from a sleepy boy. But if we so, said, sad but you boy, are the sleepy boy. 
But if we said sad boy, that would make sense in this I'm context the sad of us boy. three. Because he's a sad boy. I pointed to my microphone because I'm talking to him right here. He's in the microphone. <laughs> Mike pointed. is the sad boy. He's the angry boy. Yeah. I'm the sad boy. I'm the angry boy. You're getting angry, Devin. Not the sad boy. I'm the angry boy. This is for me because I'm the angry boy. But if it was for sad boy, it'd be for Mike. Yeah, you know, and it wouldn't have to all be sad Wait, songs. For the microphone or not the not the mic. But so mic, mic, if mic. the title was renamed yeah. "Examining the Heart of RJ," yeah, mm-hmm. or Randall, you would mm-hmm. uh, you would be thinking about this differently. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> it's all in the title. Okay. <laughs> but so I was like, all right, as a sleepy mix, okay. I was like, one Paramore. It's not really a sleepy song. And I was like, for the most part, the other ones. I mean, the Christmas one. I you could you could play that as I guess as a sleepy one. There's not much. The beat's kind of slower. It's kind of softer. It's nothing too like loud and distorted and just kind of obnoxiously out there. Besides him saying delicious. Um, but I was like, it's it works for a sleepy mix. But then I could analyze this as a mix just for RJ. And I was like, this is a cool mix for RJ. I'm happy with it. I would be able to listen to it. I'm fine with listening to all the songs. But what if this is a song for sleepy RJ to make RJ fall asleep? Then I was like going back and forth. Of, what do? What was Mike trying to do? You just eventually like, who am I? What, what is and where am I? What am I doing? Why are we are, here? What is going on? Are we on? living in a simulation? He just, yeah. he just turns into that Dave episode. so then i just started looking at the songs as a whole and i was like if this was a mix for me and not a sleepy one sleepy one i would not give you as high as a score but overall with just a score of do i like these songs do i like the artist do i like this as a whole i do i give you a solid four i was like i'm happy with it i could listen to it this guy man this guy but you see how the title the title it was all the title that threw me off I don't understand. Oh, so that's including the title. Yeah, the to- the, port- <laughs> the the title is part of like the the, the, the score. Okay. It's a, the title, the order and then likability of the songs. Okay. All right. I should have right. assumed that the logic of RJ would somehow get into this. Yes. yes. <laughs> if you would have thrown on round here, it would have been bumped up more. Well, um, originally I-, I had Love Songs for Randall is a Sleepy Boy mix. Oh. That I do like love mix. songs. I do like love songs mm. a lot too. I had that would have been a double, there. a double entendre. I just had Wrecking Ball on there. I was just like, Wrecking Ball, fantastic. Dustin Ken's Wrecking Ball was on there. That would have been. I would have loved that. See, this is the thing. If if tapes. we are to make a mix Swift for song. RJ, we could literally just make five songs that he has heard. You throw five Blink songs on week. there, I'll probably give you a five yes. out of five. Yeah, that's what See, I'm saying. This is like, why he doesn't appreciate us. Devin. I know he doesn't, he doesn't appreciate, appreciate doesn't us. appreciate I'm content with myself <laughs> to find that Mr. Jones song Mr. and Jones. a Kanye Christmas no, song. Christmas song, mm-hmm. Kanye, fantastic. Yeah, he's legitimately excited. I, about I, that. I, that. <laughs> I can hear it in Mr. your voice. Mr. Jones, I could have done yeah. without. Yeah, you but good job. Appreciate us. You I, you see, appreciate I appreciated us. the uh, the attention to see. You know what it's like? It's like to compare it to Christmas. It's like um, getting somebody a Christmas gift. And then they're like, "Well, I don't really like this shade of green." Well, that's because why you don't buy people Christmas what gifts. Because the paper mean. You buy everybody Christmas <laughs> gifts. That's not what I'm saying here. But I'm what I'm saying about the second song is sometimes people get you a gift like um, 
like I got this shirt that I'm wearing right now for Christmas from somebody, and it's just a picture of a llama, and it's nothing that I like. You like llamas? You it's, have a hat? It's Don't care. Did you know what? I you know where I got the hat? Same person. <laughs> same person. <that laughs> same got person got me the hat. That's, that's pretty mm-hmm. funny. Okay. Yeah, because I know who got you the hat. So. Yep. So that's yeah, thoughtful. I, Yes, exactly. There's so like, love behind it. And I like the shirt fan. because of that. So the second song is like, <laughs> I made this mix out of love for yes. you, RJ. <laughs> That's the thing. And, the second, and I'm not trying to say that you should. You give say a you're higher a score, Christmas man. Whatever. You're but, a Christmas man. <laughs> yes. But the second song, I understand where you're coming from because if you don't like Counting Crows, then it's like, oh yeah, I'm like, obviously I wouldn't like the song, but you understand how he got there. So this llama shirt is all just like I bought like something from the same brand before, and the person was like, "Oh, they like this brand," and they, they you know, they're a silly guy. They're probably like a llama shirt. So there was some intention behind it. It wasn't just completely like, uh, I saw this and you know, fuck it." My love so there's some for thought. you, RJ, took risk. Risk. I took some. Risks on here, and you don't appreciate it. So Risks. remember how the most of the time I'm just like pick songs with the verse, chorus, like <laughs> bridge, and I'm probably happy about it. I know, that's the easy, that's yeah, the yeah. fake love, RJ. Do, you don't, do, do you want I'm, fake I'm, love? Give me them fake titties. I'm, I'm fine with that. that real love. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. about five versions of Baby Beluga? <laughs> I sing that song sometimes. I know you do. <laughs> so I'm I made that. this version of the mix that you're talking about. I made that, and I was like, "It's not good enough for RJ. It's not." Oh, four is a good score. See, and he put four more is a terrible score it. for you. <laughs> Everything's around a four. <laughs> no, you get three point like five. No, and three point four. Never, almost two. never. Three point eight means that you hated it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't even break a four. Four. Oh my god, four. It's the title. All right, it's the title. Is it because it had a period in it? I don't like because periods. that's something you would do, RJ. I don't know punctuation. I just add. I know <laughs> that's why you would put a period in a title of a mixtape. That looks good, right there. So I'm gonna drop a little count, a, a, a period with a tail, uh, a semicolon. <laughs> oh, comma. oh yeah, you know oh. periods with tails. Periods with yeah. tails. <laughs> Sometimes they're floating in the sky. You know, sometimes, no, 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 no. Sometimes, sometimes you scare them. Sometimes you scare them and they jump up really high and they're like on top of it. Yeah, sometimes no, you don't get to make jokes. Double period. Yeah. You don't get to make jokes. You don't get to do shit more. You don't appreciate our love. You shut your mouth. Yeah, that's good though. That's good for. So right. disappointed right now. With so you, disappointed. See if I ever make a mix for you ever yeah. again. You wait for Christmas. You're getting coal in your stocking, buddy. <laughs> yeah. You're you're gonna be an atheist this yeah. year for Christmas. Yeah, you you're gonna, gonna be enjoy dead. Any Rudolphs? Yeah, get a big old turd in your stocking. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that means I'm gonna shit in your sto- sock. <laughs> yeah, for me, he's gonna yeah. shit in your stocking for me. Yeah, and for, for me because <laughs> I like it and something I'm into. No, you don't get Christmas in Harlem. You don't get that song anymore. It's no, mine. it's mine. Yeah, anymore. you don't get. it. It's a race from the internet. He talked to Kanye. Wait, do I only get the Yin Yang twins now? You know, yeah. All you get is Yin Yang twins and Brad Paisley's Kung Pao Christmas or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> Kung Fu Buckaroo, buddy. That's all you get. 
Yeah. <laughs> RJ, I hope one day you make me a sandwich and I just <laughs> spit it on the ground. <laughs> like, this is shit. Do you know the one day like you come into the work and you like throw it down just to spite me? Yeah. And it'd be like, this was shitty. And I was like, I've been working espresso all day. <laughs> like, that wasn't me. That wasn't me that made the sandwich. <laughs> Fuck, the coffee was No, delicious. I'm going to make sure. I'm going to make... When you're, I'm gonna come to your house, okay? <laughs> and you're gonna make a sandwich for yourself. I don't and actually I'm gonna make take a lot the of sandwich, here. take a bite, spit it out. <laughs> this is starting to sound like a Wu Tang diss track. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna sew your ass shut and keep feeding you and feeding you. <laughs> and then come to find out, Devin actually made the sandwich. I don't actually cook a lot here. I can't make a good goddamn sandwich. It sucks so bad. Right. I love You're sandwiches. You're going to order DoorDash, okay? Oh, I do DoorDash. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to take it. And I'm just going <laughs> to be like, this tastes like <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. No, you, you gonna, made a bad choice. <laughs> I'm going to give you an Okie Cookie. That's what you need to get. That's what your Christmas wait, wait. present is for this no, year. No, no, no. It's hey. an Okie Cookie. It's no. a handy Sandy. No, 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 no. <laughs> Mike... Devin, it's this just my dick between two pieces of bread. <laughs> Inside a Quiznos bag. <laughs> we watched the uh, the documentary on uh, the history of like Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to give you an awful waffle. Oh, nobody yeah. knows what an awful yeah, waffle no one, is. A, you know, You're not allowed to say it. A racket with a syrup. That's all I could tell you. You know what? You don't get slimed. <laughs> you don't get it. I no. want to be slimed. You, you want to be like, slimed I don't so mentally bad. get it or no. I just... Don't get it. Both physically oh, and damn, that's, that's, as to why you're not getting slapped. Physically <laughs> like, and metaphorically. What am, I not, what am I even not getting? <laughs> Everything about being slimed. Yeah. Yeah. You're never going to be slimed. And you have to live your life knowing that you're never going to be slimed. So, you know, on the documentary, there were some people that were like, yeah, I never got slimed. You think they, they feel so left out? Oh, yeah. They're like, yeah, all my friends did. They're probably just pouring gack on their head. <laughs> or whatever that. Goop is called. Yes. I'm going to... Oh. California's going to shut down again because of this. I'm going to shut it down. <laughs> that is this. actually true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to talk to old Gavin Newsom, who helped me with this mix, by the way. He no. introduced me to Christmas no. and Harlem. He's like, bro, you got to hear this. Oh. <laughs> this delicious track. You don't get it anymore. <laughs> Fuck. My heart's broken. RJ, don't cancel California. You're lucky I'm a sad boy. Lucky. You're turning me into an angry boy. Does it make you sad? You don't like me. You like me. Have you seen the cream? (laughs) Wait, who who is the cream? Uh, Oreos. I am the cream. I am the cream. You're lucky. Your next mix, RJ. Wait, I get another one? I'm going to slurp that milkshake right up my butt. I love milkshakes. I drink your milkshake! (laughs) Did you know... uh, I drink it up! (laughs) There's a local ice cream shop called Leather Bees around here. Oh, really? Oh, really? (laughs) Tell me about it. Tell me about it. They had their little ice cream challenge, and I got my picture on the wall. It's not on the wall. We looked for it. I took it down. (laughs) <laughs> I was like I went there and I'm like I never saw it on the wall but somebody took it down yeah, I did preemptively 10 years ago <laughs> I, I saw that and I'm like I, he ain't gonna like my mix take it down 
I got bad feelings about this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, can't, I can't wait for you to get that Okie Cookie. You're not going to know what is coming. <laughs> Love cookies. Or just going to lose like 60 pounds because he's not going to be eating anything for the next like six months. <laughs> Waiting for it. I don't trust this. Is that mayonnaise? <laughs> I don't know if that's mayonnaise. Does this look Puerto Rican to you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you smell chorizo? <laughs> Something smells like a uh, chorizo to me. I don't like this. I think everything smells like chorizo to you. <laughs> yeah, I wish. I'm pretty sure, Devin. What do you got? You're gonna get a five this week, bro. It's coming. Oh, you don't even know. And I'm so glad that somebody brought it up. <gasps> Where are these lights coming from? Holy shit! <laughs> coming from me. There. Oh my god! Is this Okie Cookie? <laughs> I'm closing my eyes. <laughs> Oh, so somebody brought it up on the podcast. What my new mixtape is going to be this week? Yeah, I'm giving myself a five, RJ. Oh yeah, that's a good rating. Like two fives and four. Yeah, piece of shit four. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, how much work did you put into this? Because it seems like you put a lot of work into it. Yeah, remember how I tell you how much I put? None. I'm like, I like these songs. You gotta simplify it for me. I'm very simple. Yeah, you know the, what? The I'm a, cookie I'm isn't a even simple gonna be good man. either. It's gonna no. be a piece of shit cookie. What kind of cookie? Snickerdoodle. I would love Snickerdoodle. No, it's gonna be one of those fucking the old lady cookies in love the, the machine, like the, the tin oatmeal can. raisin love one, those plastic. Love oatmeal raisin. <laughs> I love cookies. It's gonna be dark chocolate chocolate chip. Oh. That's right, you bitch. You fucking suck, bitch. You don't like a dark chocolate chocolate chip cookie? Nah. It's not sweet. Oh, my God. I found his fucking kryptonite. (laughs) I'm going to make it sweet. (laughs) Suck my dark chocolate dick. (laughs) Wait, what? It's not a cookie? No. Damn it. You ruined it all. That's my dick. Title if you're a mix for this week. That's it. Suck my dark chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) It's another RJ mix. (laughs) It's just genuine and uh, R. Kelly. Um, The name of my mixtape this Ah. week. Holy shit, that's bright. (laughs) That's not it. (laughs) It's not the name of it. It is Billy Ray Cyrus Missile Committee. Yeah, just, oh, there's no, no guessing here. Just send it. <laughs> <laughs> Can I hear the name one more time? Billy Ray Cyrus <laughs> Missile Committee. I'm not, wait, hold on. Is it all Miley Cyrus? Because it's a missile. I just I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if you could explain to me how that makes sense, is I'll, it the whole Cyrus know. crew? Um, wh- what do you mean by the whole crew? Just the family. The Miley and the sister, the dad. Uh, It was Billy Ray's missile. I think you're going to roll your eyes at this when you guys get it. Mike, But it'll take about 30 seconds. Remember last time I didn't get it. I I just sent it to both of you. Okay, bro. I did get it. Have you listened to this new album? Yes. I have a song on a separate mix from this new album. But not that one? Not that one. Oh, I had trouble deciding. Okay. RJ, did you get it? Yeah, I got it. Okay. Can I tell you the song? Mm-hmm. It's just male fantasy. Mm. It oh. is oh, cool. fucking yeah. amazing. That song. The whole 
album is amazing. It's not the whole thing is not amazing. I love it. It's really good. It has, but when she's on, it's the best I've ever heard from her. It, there's a few I've been on there that are like to some of these songs. Yes, yeah. there's a few on there that are like, oh, this is for the radio, and then there's a the rest of them are like, this is for me. <laughs> like I, it's I love the whole album, um, but there's a few songs on there that I'm like, yeah, I could do without that, but I like the album as a whole. Yeah, the the song that I have from her on a separate mix is like pretty close to this mix. Okay. To be honest with you. Okay. Pretty damn close. Now my title is way better. <sighs> I don't know if you can get better than this. No, it is. All right. All right. It's my first like real silly boy title. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is what I've been listening to all week to be honest with you. Really? Yeah, for like the last oh, week, I've just yeah. been listening to some sad girl music. That's it. Oh, yeah. You guys want to know what I've been listening to? No. Paramore. No one cares. Justin Kensrue. Eat your Oogie Cookie. <laughs> Blink-182. No one cares. Because no Box one wants Eraser to. No. Let it to blink. White you, chocolate macadamia cookie. Oh, those are good. With I'm gum. Gonna, I'm going to find all three <laughs> of your Boxcar Racer CDs. I'm going to take them. You don't get yeah. them I have a vinyl too, but he's I'll not. That he's too. not going to break him. No, he's not going to break him. I leave you the vinyl. I'm just going to yeah. No, no, take all the record players. <laughs> no, because Devin deserves the record player. No, those he's are gonna all. Switch those out are, the I'm going to take your record and Devin's. give it to Devin. That's all. Yeah, gonna do. it's Devin. No, he's going. He's going to take your boxcar racer album. He's going to take the take the sticker off of it, the vinyl, and put it on an ICP album. <laughs> so every time you listen to it, it's going to play. Fucking ICP. magnets. How does that shit work? <laughs> over and over again. I hate ice. Whoop, whoop. Fucking Fago. No, you love it. That's yours. Yeah. Now. That's yours. That's your ookie cookie. I have to like it, too. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Five out of five. All right. Well, that changes everything. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, we're good now. <laughs> you don't have to have an ookie cookie now. Yeah. <laughs> you can eat whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah, I'll make yeah. some cookies. Yeah, some cookies. <laughs> you get fucking cookies now. Thanks, guys. What kind of cookies you like? I love all. <laughs> Damn, I could go for some Oreo cookies right now. Oh hell yeah! So I didn't tell you. <sighs> yeah, but I I bought Oreos. What? And I ate them all. Oh. In one I, sitting, I felt gross, and I felt I died like afterwards. The normal size, yeah. yeah. What, how many stuffs? Yeah, you, you only had single stuff. You did single stuff, didn't you? you single stuff, shit. but the three rows of them. I don't fucking care. Yeah, I don't get triple stuff. Yeah, you get uh, the triple. You get triple stuff. stuff? Yeah. yeah, bro. You take triple stuff. You stack two. You go under the faucet of the water, and you just. <laughs> Let it take there. Right, you don't like milk. Yeah, you just leave it over the sink. You just That's eat disgusting. it. You get, you get the water dripping. Right? All right, I'm out. Right yeah. over the sink. Two, no, no. two out of five. Two out Might of as well five. dip it in apple juice. That's disgusting. <laughs> no, it just makes it soggy. It's oh fine. no, no, no. <laughs> Oh, God. No, wait, wait, this whole time you're judging me? Yeah, dipping Oreos in water. Con leche, senor. Uh, si, mucho leche. <laughs> mucho leche con Oreos. <laughs> Mentirosa. <laughs> malo, malo. No, Miguel, no. Muy malo. 
Uh, What's uh, ookie cookie in Spanish? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a ookie biscuit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's as nice. <laughs> and, well, I mean, they probably call it hoto biscuit, which is gay cookie. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, you got any of those gay cookies? You got them gay cookies? <laughs> you know it, man. Those double stuffed gay cookies? It's pride yeah. all year round, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> uh, all right. Well, yeah. on to next week. Yeah. Uh, find the podcast wherever you got podcasts. If you want to listen to RJ's bitch-ass mix, you can go to Spotify. <laughs> just five song mix. They have all one word. And yeah, find us on Instagram. And yeah, I'm excited to get into some sad girl music. This has been my jam oh, recently I'm too. Ready. Just been oh, loving this. Man. I, I want to know what's on. I mean, if you're gonna release it, then you can't tell me. But nah, the title's too good. Okay, I almost put Soccer Mommy on here. You like Soccer Mommy? Yeah, it's good. Oh, so good. Yeah, I have two actually mixes like this. Oh, okay. Yeah, two separate ones. Um, All right, and. They're both kind. They're not similar, but they're kind of similar. Okay. Yeah, just one. the The other one, it's got like you know, like the Waylon Jennings. You know? Oh. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Just like we're talking. <laughs> All right. I started one like that last week because an album came out. Okay. So. Yeah. Some. Uh, Man. Some, it's a race some, now. Some Who's going to get to it first? Some secret sisters. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs>